This week on Faceoff Hockey Show, the playoffs, they keep a going. The border is open to kind of bit, a little bit. And somehow Canada won the world championship despite losing their first three games. Oh, and Jack Eichel's probably getting traded. All that and more at Faceoff Hockey Show right now. Play. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the face-off hockey show, Scotty Waz. It's me. It's me. It's the W-A-double-Z. And alongside me is Johnny P. That, wow. How long have you been working on that? Uh, five years. Perfect. Never really, never really came to. I mean, it worked all right. Yeah, this time it did. Yeah. So Johnny P is there. I'm here. Welcome to Space Off Hockey Show. Uh, Johnny actually went to uh, went to Maine this weekend. I did go to Maine. And first off, the question: Did you bus it? Uh, no, no bus. Uh, mm. Jim and I drove. Well, Jim drove. I was in the passenger seat, sure. uh, which you know very well means I oh, slept. Yeah. It's. I was going to say two seconds. You're out. I slept. I slept part of the trip. I was all hopped up on Red Bull and amphetamines. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, just the Red Bull. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we went up there. We went up. The Colisee is a nice arena. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the Colisee more than Johnstown's arena. Uh, but more than the War Memorial. It's a little bit smaller. It's got an older arena feel to it. It's got fog. That's um, true. <laughs> oh. uh, so day one, we walk in. And all I've been told is that how this arena is like Johnstown. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to leave my like puffy jacket in the room. I'm probably not going to need it. It's not going to be that cold in this place. Like when I was in Johnstown, I was wearing like a t-shirt and, or yeah, like a t-shirt and pants. Like I was fine. So I, I just wore, I walk in my, with my Adidas, my new Adidas Black Bears jacket on. <laughs> and uh, I got slapped right in the face by the coldness. I was like, this was not a good idea. Four seconds into this, I was like, all right, how do I get back to the hotel? And then I just said, screw it. It's too far away. And I have to walk through the dead town of Lewiston, Auburn. Um, Is it really that bad? Oh, it's awful. (laughs) Oh, my God. All sorts of things boarded up. There's there's some really funny stories that I can tell you probably after the fact um, about the downfall of the city that were told to us while we were there. Oh, even by the by, the residents there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. True story. Uh, this uh, this Air Force vet that was uh, basically like right sitting right below where I was taking pictures. He was talking to me to me during intermissions. That guy was awesome. I have no, no idea what his name is, but he was awesome. Oh, good for him. Uh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a really he had a really cool family who were like really nice and like not being obnoxious to the right side of me and the people to the left side of me were very obnoxious. And I was extremely happy that I had my earbuds in. 
um but the arena is cool uh the uh the team the team uh staff that i met were very nice um uh tiffany runs like everything i didn't find out what her actual title is (laughs) um i just know her as tiffany um and then i met nick uh he's he's awesome just a a, a very bubbly person. Uh, I appreciated the green screen. I took a picture of it and sent it to you. Yeah. Um, their uh, photographer, Rob, uh, and their assistant coach even came by before the second game. It was like, hey, how's everything doing? Thanks for uh, how how you doing? Thanks for making the trip up here. Get any good pictures last night? I was like, <laughs> OK, well, they are close to Canada. But like, everybody is like super nice. Uh, not the fans, not all the fans. Some right. of the fans were, were great. OK, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, two good hockey games. Um, that's all I could really say. I mean, the black bears lost both games, but both of them were good hockey games. There were no headshots, which is a completely different, different mantra from last round. Um, we played golf on Saturday, uh, on Sunday, the, uh, U S men's soccer team beat Mexico, hey, uh, go. to win a trophy. I watched it on Monday because I mean the game started at nine thirty. There was no chance I was start. Yeah, I was going to watch that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and now, now we got show Wednesday, and I got a uh, game tomorrow night, Thursday in the den, and uh, I've already blocked off plans for Friday night because feeling good. Make feeling it happen. Good, yeah. Like you should. <laughs> yeah, there's some great shots there. It was interesting the, the strobe technique too when you showed right. The one, uh, the, the shot of the strobe, which it was a cool effect, but man, it looks because all their pictures have that kind of strobe effect to it on their website. Um, yeah. Well, it's all the same guy. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. But... It, it looks cool until you get hit over the head with it. Sure. Um, it happens. So. I don't know. But you could tell how much light they put off just in the like difference between the normal shots I was taking all night and then the one shot where I got hit by the strobes. You can see. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, they they drop a lot of light down there. All of the light, excellent, very good. Yeah, the shots are up on face off, the Face Off Hockey Show uh, Facebook page. Yeah, you can go check it out. So yeah, Thursday night, Friday night. Sure, let's do Friday night. You know what? The hell with it. Let's go into Sunday night. Yeah, let's make you it all might, happen. You'll night. You probably won't go up to Sunday night. But... I won't. Not unless I'm stowed away in the bottom of the bus. Um. I'm sure. not. I'm not driving 16 hours for one night. Right. Exactly. Then the Johnny P East Coast tour needs a break. <laughs> the Johnny Coast cruising up and down 95. My God, there are some terrible drivers on 95. Yeah. No shit. It's insane. Mm. Further, further north you go too. Whew. Uh, what did I, I watched hockey games this weekend. I watched the main games. Those were just. I mean, it's it sucks that the games end at 4-1 because they were much much closer than that. Uh, the two empty net goals at the end of both games kind of skews the uh, skews the idea of what the game actually was. Yeah, were, I'm fine were, with that. They were fun games too. People like, can they, underestimate what the games were. Exactly, then. but they were fun. The games to watch, man. They were good hockey. Yeah, it was I mean, that's all. Good. That's all that I really. That's uh, all you can really say out of it. They were good hockey games. Exactly, and not a lot of bullshit either. So that's really good. I like that. I like that part of it too. Not a lot of bullshit. There could have been more hitting for the Black Bears side, but what can you do? You know? Now, I will say that the benches played a big part in the game. Yes, 
because the benches being on opposite sides of the rink, I think, changed strategies a lot. And I don't believe the Black Bears have really played up there that often to have gotten like used to that. Even in the first three years, I mean, have not played up there that often. They played there five times, three in the in Maine's first year, which was 2019-20, and then two this year. Yeah, so so I don't know. Uh, I, I, you could tell it threw things off. The boards were very active as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were very lively boards. Um, so we'll see what happens when we throw everything back into the den with the Black Bears fans yeah. in a small arena. Heck yeah. With everybody go. on top of you, like spider monkeys. Uh, I got I bought some things this weekend. Oh, yeah? Um, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I showed you today uh, the thing that I bought uh, almost oh, a year yeah. ago. Uh, yeah. the Chase Elliott, my Chase Elliott championship diecast showed up today. I uh, paid for it in October. Right, exactly. Um, and I think I'm going to give you something, one more to add to your diecast collection. Wow, my Chase Elliott diecast. Uh, not Chase Elliott. Oh. Uh, but I got a, I got a little, a little of this, a little Jeremy Mayfield. Oh, Minnesota Wild All Star Game. Look at that. Yeah. Where'd that Pretty come sick. from? Uh, I bought this online. I saw this. I'm like, this is fun. Nice. And then I got I got both of the bigger. Ah, I got both of the. Oh, bigger... I got you a scarf also, by the way. Oh, thanks, buddy. I decided that you got the scarf because Tiffany got me a puck. Nice. Yeah. Um, but I got I got the two bigger die. Ca- I got two of the bigger diecast ones. So I'm like, I don't need a third one. Johnny P can take this. So I put it in the box with the Sergey Fedorov starting lineup that I'm gonna send you eventually. Nice. Well, <laughs> you mean actually to my house or down the street? I don't, maybe to a vacant lot. I don't know. <laughs> you know, what can we do? Addresses are hard. Even saying it uh, is hard. I also bought a new mixer because the one that I'm on right now has been blowing up apparently for the last month. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to get a new one. There's effects on it. There's 16 digital multi effects. So, I'm going to have fun with that the first couple weeks. Yeah. Got, it's got USB. Uh, it's got Bluetooth. We shouldn't it's... tell Mark, and then oh, you, yeah. just, when he comes in, you can start echoing or like or use like some of the effects on your voice. Oh yeah, a delay. Have, yeah, has the delay on there. See, so act like he's tripping out. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't listen to this show. He's not going to no. listen to this. No, he barely, barely listens while he's here. Um, what the hell kind of phone number? Is... Wait, what kind of fucking? I'm looking at the Maryland Black Bears page. On uh, oh, of course, on uh, the uh, NAHL site, and the phone number they give is uh, an eight one four number. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. Uh, Where's that? Uh, it's actually uh, it's actually got uh, Brandon's. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So, Brandon told us this weekend he wants to go out and play golf with us. So we I'm might have a go. we might have a Black Bears golf trip after this season ends. Just. You know what? Just they should have like a Black Bears golf tournament. Me, Jim, and the coaches going to play golf. Hell yeah. Why not? <laughs> I can make it happen, boys. Yeah, that was pretty much my weekend. It was just hanging out, doing things. All the other fun stuff that goes along with this. All right. So we do have some injuries. There is some injury news to be oh, had. Injuries, huh? Yeah. Wow. Oh, got yeah. it. Oh yeah, who's down and out with some blues, maybe some black and bruised, 
It's the Face-Off Hockey Show Injury Report. Uh, talking about, uh, it's more like a black, a block, a rouge, as the uh, Montreal Canadiens are very banged up, even though they have now made it to the final four of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, they will take on the winner of Vegas and Colorado. Oh, so. no. Oi. Uh, Jeff Petrie, he's got an upper body injury. His finger got caught, I think, in the camera well, the camera hole in the glass. That hurts. Uh, so he's day-to-day with that. And also, Jake Evans got oops upside the head by Mark Shifley. Oh, yeah. Uh, he has a concussion. He's obviously day-to-day, but aren't we all? Uh, then Evgeny Malkin has knee surgery. He's going to miss training camp uh, for next season. And we mentioned Mark Shifley. He was suspended four games for his hit to Jake Evans. He will have to spend, serve one more game in the regular season next year as uh, the Jets got swept out of the playoffs and Mark Shifley's like, yeah, the Department of Player Safety took me out of the series. I'm like, you went upside the head of some dude. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, they didn't do shit to you, bro. You did all that you, to yourself. All you had to do was, like, pick one time to not back check. And if it was that time, <laughs> you're okay. Yeah, this, this motherfucker starts at the red line. Jake Evans all alone on the, picking up the puck behind the net. And he's just like, nah, this is the time I got it. I'm going to get him this time for real, though. My God. I mean, they, yeah. yeah, they showed the actual like long footage of that, and he started at the other goal line. Yeah, like he literally skated almost two hundred feet from uh, end to end on the rink, and just crushes this dude who's like, "Why are the hell are you here?" Right? Like, what happened? Why couldn't you do that earlier to prevent this ahead of time? <laughs> You clawed. That was so dumb. And the worst part was that there are like the worst part is whenever you have these hits, you have both sides of people talking about, oh, that was a clean hit and blah blah blah. And then you you have the other side that's like, he literally hit him in the head. Like, what are you even watching right now? Yeah. Um, so I hockey still shows that it has its old time roots, I guess, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it still has its people that believe that, you know, well, that guy should have had his head up. Well, he also shouldn't have gotten hit from there. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. What are you doing? So there's that. All right. We got, uh, Johnny, we got a Patreon. Do you know about that? I did, actually. Yeah, it's patreon.com. So it's face off hockey show. That's where all the things are at. We released our fourth and final episode of How the Face-Off Hockey Show will get on ESPN because we realized that's yeah, not the best idea. They, they got their they got their career. They added on a couple more people, too. We'll talk about that a little later. Uh, ru- uh, rumors, allegedly, allegedly, new Allegedly. This is not official. This is actually from Craig Morgan in Arizona. So we'll talk about that here in a bit. Racing but, uh, hmm? No. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, you can be like Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Sean, and Mitch. They contribute, so can you. It's the uh, patreon.com slash faceoffhockey show. One dollar gets you a video show. Five dollars gets you a chance to pick uh, a segment for us and get some goodies audio, visually, and all that other fun crap after that. So that's it. Faceoff Hockey Show. Patreon.com slash faceoffhockey show. There you go. This week, it was a sweep. Um, apparently, people didn't want to care, didn't care about the uh, AHL going to a uh, a balanced schedule in 2022-23. Okay. Um, 
So we're going to talk about the fallacy of the Canadian of the fallacy of Canada's team. Okay. I came up with these topics. I couldn't remember. That's fine. So the Canadians now the uh, the kings of the north. They are they are going to represent the North Division. Get smattered by whoever. Oh, you never know. If Vegas never know. And Colorado beat the crap out of each other, who's to say? Well, and there's still a Carey Price. There is that still Carey Price situation, and maybe they might actually. Uh, I think it was uh, it was. Um, oh, uh, Emily uh, from ESPN, Emily Kaplan, who brought up the point that maybe the Canadians are going to be a little bit timid, not knowing how to play in front of a. a, a packed house like in vegas or even colorado i'm like you know what there's they've played on the road and there's been no people in the stands yeah i'm sure that's got to fuck things up in terms of how you how you communicate with somebody else true so that's, a, that's an interesting point she put out there um but it, the the obviously the biggest thing is everyone's just like oh montreal's canada's team now every fucking year the last Everyone thinks the last Canadian team in the playoffs is Canada's team, and uh-huh. yeah, not 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 and so much. Everybody should root for them. Exactly. So it's uh, it's not it. That's not it, dog. It happened in Calgary in '04. Yeah, but that people, was fun. There was like was nudity in the Red Mile and stuff. Yeah, but people from Edmonton hate and Vancouver hated it. Okay, true. And then Edmonton went, and then everybody hated it because Edmonton's a shithole. And it's just the idea that any te- any of the last teams is Canada's team, especially now that it's a French Canadian team that has very separatist ideals. <laughs> Not as bad as the Nordiques did back in the day when those wars happened because it was English Canada against French Canada. Uh, I think everyone hates the Frenchies now. But what do you think about the idea of uh, the the narrative? I suppose of Canada's team. Well. Doesn't it kind of, um, I think it kind of stems from the fact that Canada believes that they should win a Stanley Cup soon again. Yeah. Um, and it, they don't really care who does it, maybe at this point. I mean, when was the last time a Canadian team won the 93? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So maybe they just don't care anymore. Like, maybe they're just like, well, it's been like 30 years. So. Right. Maybe just any Canadian team that wins, we will celebrate and we'll be okay with that. Um, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. Uh, maybe if it was the other way around, Americans would think that as well. Like if there were 27 teams in Canada and like six in the United States. Sure. Um, I mean, there'd be a lot of places in Canada that would have a hockey team. That'd yeah, right. Saskatoon. Let's go. Um. But I, I mean, I can, I can kind of see how there could be a group of people that are like, we just want Canada to win the Stanley Cup. It's been too long. But uh, if the Canadians win the Stanley Cup, do you think that Maple Leafs fans are going to be like, oh yeah, let's go join the parade? They were pissed off the CN Tower went to Canadians colors. Yeah, <laughs> they got so upset. So I mean, come on, I, I don't see it. I don't get well, it. I know. I, I think know. It's more of like a media thing. Oh sure, obviously you have to have a story to tell. Uh, I think the biggest thing for me was when Edmonton was going on their run in '06, just the hate, just wanting every other team to beat them. Like I became a Ducks fan for a short time, and then a Hurricanes fan for a short time, and it's just, I, I once once Dwayne Rollison went down, I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. What are we doing here? <laughs> 
only man who who rooted for Dwayne Rolson to not come back in that playoffs. But yeah, man, like freaking, I don't know. I mean, I guess Winnipeg fans are kind of everyone. If it was the Leafs, you could think that no one would root for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the problem is, is that fifty percent of Canada is Leafs fan, and then fifty percent, the other fifty percent is divvied up between the other six. And I say twenty five percent were Habs fans, and then the twenty five percent from there, it becomes Scott Steiner math at that point. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like the idea of, of if I think it, everyone's Canada's team as a narrative until it's the Maple Leafs, and that's Toronto's team, and the the Toronto news writers won't give a sh- won't won't want to give them up and be like, don't call them Canada's team. You weren't there when they lost in seven games because they couldn't finish it out against the Cana- a hapless Canadians team. You weren't there when the NHL created an entire division of other shitty teams in Canada just for us to get to the Final Four, and we lost in the first round still. You weren't there when we were defending our captain and making, sh- but at the same time, also really ridiculing the young talent that was there that should have been captains, and the money would have been better put elsewhere. But we, God damn it, we will defend our captain until he doesn't make anything happen, and then we'll talk about how his money should go elsewhere. You weren't there for when we had a terrible goaltender uh, or our goaltender went down and we have this sad sack, uh, Jack Campbell, and we think he's going to win Vezina and then he lets us down in the playoffs. Uh, you weren't there for that. No, you weren't there when we lost to a Zamboni driver because we knocked out their other two goalies. Exactly. You weren't there for that. You weren't there for when we made up stories about our old star player going to get hot dogs. You weren't there for that. <laughs> this is good i oh. appre- I appreciate this <laughs> oh shit love it <laughs> you weren't there when our mustachioed top scorer couldn't get any fucking points in the playoffs you weren't there and you don't deserve to be with us here oh god i mean it does sound like a very toronto media thing to do oh yeah 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 oh for sure yeah if there, if any of them are alive by the time the the Leafs get to the Stanley Cup, man, that's all you're gonna hear. Oh man, I sure hope all of them have like a Leafs won the Cup article like already written, and like it's just fine. And they're it like, if I if I don't if if I don't show up to work by eight a.m. tomorrow, it means I died. Please print this in the newspaper. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're like, oh. Because we got to open that envelope that was left in here 35 years ago. It's a fucking time capsule. <laughs> Son of a bitch was 94. There's no fucking game report. It's just, it's a long essay. And they just replace, like, fucking Doug Gilmore with Austin Matthews. No, no, no I mean, it would be fantastic because it could be like, it could be like just written as like, uh, stars top insert top score name and then it right. like keeps going and it's like stars insert goalie's name and then you just go through it's really easy to do what will be great is when they really fuck it up and don't replace something and it's just like austin matthews was the leading scorer of the playoffs but he couldn't have got it done if felix potvin didn't make those big stops in the back <laughs> hey hold on <laughs> fuck <laughs> Damn it, we forgot to update it. Oh, well. Oh, that's just, we'll just leave it. We'll fix it in post. Who cares? Just, no one's reading our paper anyway. People only read the online. We charge <laughs> them for it. 
And then people get the first paragraph and they're like, ah, fuck, I gotta pay money for it. That's that. Wait till somebody posts like, the synopsis online. Wait till SB Nation posts the synopsis online and go from there. But yeah, that's that's the only thing I see is is if the Leafs become the Canada's team, Toronto will shun them, and most of Canada won't reform. So I think it's fine. I don't well, think what have a problem with there's that. There's ever a point where there's like two Canadian teams in like the final four. Well, the like, fucking U.S. the U.S. ratings will tank, and they'll just go right to horse racing. Probably. But yeah, I mean, yeah. like, how do you pick Canada's team at that point? Obviously, Eastern and Western. Oh, okay. Or it depends on who it is. If it's the Leafs against, like, the Canucks, everyone's just going to not watch, even in Canada. The two most fucking, appar- fucking obnoxious teams out there. Kidding me? <laughs> trying to think of when the last time we did have an all-Canadian Stanley Cup, and I want to say it was 89 with the Flames and, and, uh, and Canadians. Yeah, I remember that. That was Theo Fleury. That was the yeah, that was Lanny McDonald's uh, last go around too, last kick at the can. You know, we should ask Lyle. I was only there for twelve years. I would not know what a Canadian versus Canadian final will do. Well, I, we, I think we should ask Lyle point. about the Canadian uh, about this topic too, because I oh, feel like sure. he has a much different view than we do. Oh, for sure, absolutely. And we he, can ask him if he has any. Uh, you weren't there. He was. He was born there. I just took a test. So, you know, <laughs> that should be a T-shirt. Right. <laughs> you were born here. I took a test. What's your problem? Um. <laughs> all right. So there we go. We will get Lyle's take on that here. And speaking of Canada, uh, the NHL has been approved for cross-border travel. Everybody, get oh. going. Get your dicks wet and let's fucking go. Perfect. Right until the point where. Oh, so I guess they are going to travel for these games then, huh? Yeah, the they playoffs. will be able to play in their home arenas, baby. Oh, check that out. Uh, yeah, so I'm trying to find it out. I would, th- I would think it would be on the NHL media website. Sure as shit isn't. I was totally uh, under the assumption that the Final Four was just going to be a bubble somewhere. Yeah. Um, so they will have cross-border travel. Uh, uh, Minister Marco Mendesio... That's issued a nat- yeah, has issued a natural interest exemption allowing NHL players to cross the border with modified quarantine requirements. Um, players will lift in a modified quarantine bubble that includes the team hotel and arena and will be subject to rules limiting or forbidding their interactions with the public. They may not share facilities with the general public. Uh, <laughs> this exception allows U.S.-based teams to come to Canada and vice versa. Winners of Canadian team, blah, blah, blah. It's not the first time, blah, 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 blah. I'm confused. Okay, what's up? Uh, sharing, um, the sharing of venues with the public, wouldn't that be mean not having fans in the stands? I think, like, the hotel and restaurants, like, you, they have to book out a hotel or a restaurant. No, I mean, I get that. Yeah, yeah. But Hockey Arena is still a yeah, place where you're mingling, uh, you're co-mingling these teams that have crossed the border now and uh, and the public. The public. They're, 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 yeah, their funk is getting all over you. Your funk's getting all over them. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's a good point. Perfect. But at the same time, it's Canada. They're just like, we need hockey. Um, Canada's ban on non-essential travel with its largest trading partner set to expire. Uh, June 21st. Hey, here we go. Let's go. If that does happen, I might have to travel up to Canada. Um, yeah, you, you get, get my need cheap, to go to Joe Daly's. Cheap smokes. Wait, 
Uh, there's a push for the... Okay, this is all just politics. Okay, fine. All right, so there you go. It's going to be a modified bubble for the games that they play up there. I can definitely see the games in Canada being back-to-backs. Yeah. So just get in, get out, get the fuck out of there. So you're not tempted to go anywhere, Vegas, looking at you. Especially in Montreal, Lake Club Super Sex. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my God. No, no. Actually, if I'm the, if I'm the Canadians... I let that go out two or three days and just see what happens. I mean, some of those guys might be caught out in public. They they have to go into protocols, not playing. Yeah. They fucking I'd, know. I'd let them go for it. I bet you what happens is they fucking go play in Montreal and then drive back to New Hampshire to spend a couple of days and then <laughs> drive into Montreal again. <laughs> like, you ain't fooling us, motherfuckers. We're not getting into this bubble bullshit. <laughs> So cross-border tra- uh, travel, shout out, Canada. Um, speaking of which, Canada won the World Championship somehow after losing their first four games, the first, first three games of the tournament. I saw that. I was kind of hoping they weren't even going to make it to the quarterfinals, not going to lie. Right? If they had relegation, I would have loved to see that. That would have been amazing. I just wanted another symposium. Yeah, exactly. They're like, we, everyone's called a little miracle. I'm like, that's not, the, Canada's never been a miracle on ice team. I don't know why we're calling them that. Oh. It's Canada. Anyway, Nick Paul scored the uh, scored the goal. His brother fought uh, Floyd Mayweather this weekend, so good for him, I guess. <laughs> oh, it's a good weekend for the Paul good, boys. Yeah, good week. The Pauls did good money wise, that's for sure. I mean, uh, it would it would be an underdog story, like a miracle story, if they used their uh, Italian Canadians to win the world championships in, for Canada. Like that would be an under an underdog story. If they took their undrafted Canadian junior team and then fucking went up there and played. Now this is this. Apparently, the overtimes in the world championship three on three unlimited overtime. Good. It's like yeah. fucking. It's like fucking like Olive Garden, man. I appreciate and sell it. <laughs> it's amazing. The referees don't want to be there very long. No, exactly. Uh, so there you go. Canada winning the IIHF. Only three teams have ever won the World Championship gold after losing three games. The Czechs, Canada, and Sweden. Just the fact that you can do that, though, seems like it's wrong. The system seems broken. <laughs> they really... Like maybe there's really be less teams that make it into the knockout stages. I'm right? not sure. Hey guys, maybe we wanna we wanna eliminate this one. Like this doesn't seem at all well. By the way, they also halfway through the tournament changed the Russian flag to the Russian Olympic Committee or congregation yes, or some shit. They did. I'm like, that's interesting. Because they weren't supposed to use the Russian flag in the first place. Yeah, they're just like, I guess this is because I guess it's doubles as Olympic qualifying. No, because it's an international event, and Russia has that ban from uh, doping and Sochi stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, all of the stuff that came out for the organized doping from the Sochi Olympics, they can't actually use the Russian flag currently, but they can still, they can still uh, compete as what is it, the Russian athletes or Russian Olympic something committee or something com- 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 competitors. <laughs> the Russian Olympics. But I like that their their uh their acronym is Rock. Throw yeah, yeah. Rock. They're throwing it up. Yeah, I saw that. Hove. So yeah, Canada Canada fucking beat the Rock uh in overtime to in the quarterfinals. With a stunner. Beat yeah, exactly. 
gave gave him the stunner and flipped him off. Then they beat the U.S. four to two in the semis and beat uh, Finland in the other ones. So, yeah. What happened in the preliminary? Were they finished eighth in the preliminary round? So they finished. Uh, where the fuck are they? They finished. Uh, they played seven games. They went uh, three, three and one. Well, so, so were... I was watching uh, Ray Ferraro uh, on the coverage of NHL Network, which is technically TSN's coverage. And Ray Ferraro goes, there was no point in my life where I would say, I'm hoping that the Kazakhs win this game against Norway so that Canada gets into the knockout stages. But that's <laughs> what I want to happen right now. But that's where we are as a people right now. Or no, it's the other way around. They needed Kazakhstan to lose, I believe. Something like that. Uh, yes. Because they were tied up in points, but because uh, they had more wins in regulation, they get the nod. Mm. There you go. Uh, ba, 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 um, oh, oh, Minnesota has added Ray Shiro as an advisor to the team. Okay. Advise them, hey, maybe not. Uh, maybe bring in more 25-year-old rookies. I don't know. Might Fucking as well. He's, he's done a great job this money, year. baby. Uh, so here we go. Some reported hirings per Craig Morgan, formerly the Arizona Coyotes and sports around there. Apparently ESPN is going to bring in AJ Malesko Griswold and okay. Ryan Callahan. All right. While uh, also deep in talks with Kevin Weeks. And then uh, and then Anson Carter, ace, as they call him, uh, Turner, looking to bring in nice. for that. And they, so. they need Patrick Sharp. They need to keep uh, Anson and Patrick Sharp together. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that. They have very good chemistry in the studio together. Yeah. Uh, so there we go. Dance uh, and dance. Yeah. Uh, uh, on a personal note for you and I, John, Luke Bounton won the Mark Messier of, Award for the NAHL. Nice. So that's, a, that's a shout out to him. Hell yeah. I don't know if he gets a, it's a Uts deal for that, but. I hope so. Well, it's Bake Lays. I hope he gets all the Bake Lays he wants for his life. <laughs> But he has to be a trained athlete. That's fine. No, you know, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. for as long as he wants fake lace. He exactly. should be allowed to have them. We should be like, I don't know. He like, should be able to walk into a giant with his uh, with his leadership trophy and be like, uh, they're like, do you have a coupon for those fake lace? And he just puts the trophy on the belt. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I did not realize you get those for free. First off, first off, it's a I'm sure it's a plaque. It I, hope it, plaque. I hope they have. I have won a trophy, but I'm pretty sure it's a plaque. Oh, I hope so too. I think so. I love it. I want to see this plaque for uh, for him. Wonderful. I hope it looks I... like our hockey cards. Right. Uh, what's up, Mr. Mark? Howdy. 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 Whoa. Howdy. Um, what do you think about the idea of the last Canadian team being Canada's team? Well, I told you. I think I mentioned last week that I really wanted to see a Boston. Montreal final, so I'm I'm all in on this. Let's go. You just have to have Boston win two games. Yes. So, by the way, Nassau Coliseum has been fucking fantastic for yeah. fans. Good shit. I have enjoyed I have enjoyed that wholeheartedly. Um. All right. Let's see here. I gotta find. I have the Community Heroes Award. Uh, what other awards? Oh, yeah, the Lady Bing we didn't talk about. The Selkie we haven't talked about. We got awards. Awards. We've got awards. Um, 
By the way, Olay Bet becomes the official sports betting partner of the National Hockey League and the Baltics. Olay. So. Okay. So. Uh, all right. Here we go. So award show. We got an award show. Rookie of the Year candidates. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov of the Minnesota Wild. Uh, Alexander uh, Nedkovich of the uh, of the Carolina Hurricanes. And Jason Robertson of the Dallas Stars are your three finalists. Kaprizov led all uh, rookies and wild skaters in goals and points, 27 and 51, respectively. He also, uh, what is this? Hold on, what is this stat? Uh, helping Minnesota reach the time. Only three other rookies since 93-94 have led the team in points during their regular season while helping them the teams qualify for the playoffs. Name those three players. Wow. Since 93-94. Johnny, we'll start with you. Um, right, Tam Brodor. Led their team in points and got into the playoffs. <laughs> unfortunately. unfortunately. He well, very you well know what? Have. Technically, it could be right. But you're not. <laughs> you know how many points he had? Just I was going to say, he, he got about like 90 points for that team. Mark, you got a guess? Led the team in points and got them to, that well. to the playoffs in their first season. In their, first, in their rookie year. Uh... Sidney Crosby. No, actually. The, we're looking for Austin Matthews. Mm-hmm. Philip Forsberg. <laughs> uh, and, of course, Trent Hunter. Of course. <laughs> former Bridgeport <laughs> Sound Tiger, Trent Hunter. Uh, Nedkovic, uh, he had a 15-5-3 and record with a 1-9-0 goals against and a 9-3-4 save percentage with three shutouts. Not going to lie. I just found out that he was from Ohio. Parma, Ohio, everybody. Where Parmesan cheese was made. Obviously. <laughs> right. Uh, and then uh, Justin Robertson, or Jason Robertson, had uh, 17 goals, 45 points, and a plus. There's only really one person that gets this, right? Oh, yeah. No, it's Kaprizov. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, they, they just had to fill out the field. Uh, Sean, the, the Sean P. O'Connor Award, uh-huh. uh, the King Clancy Memorial Trophy. Down to uh, Curtis Gabriel, Pekka Rene, and P.K. Subban. P.K. Subban to the uh, Clean Clancy Award is almost like uh, Bergeron with the Selkie. Uh, speaking of which, Patrice Bergeron, Mark Stone, and Alexander Barkov are your Selkie nominees. Oh, God. Uh, Bergeron looking for his fifth straight, I think. Uh, led the league in faceoff percentage with 62.3%. That helps being a defensive uh, uh, forward. Right, yeah. Twelfth consecutive season, he has eclipsed fifty-six the fifty-six point uh, percentage plateau. He's probably cheating. I'm sure he is. Yeah. Lady Bing for most gentlemanly, Mark's favorite award. Uh, yes. Austin Matthews, Jacob Slavin, and uh, Jarrett Spurgeon. And what are their stats? Um, who had the least amount of penalty minutes? He had the second fewest uh, penalty minutes. Uh, Austin Matthews with ten this year. Oh, jeez. Uh, Jacob Slavin had, uh, what is this? Took only one minor penalty. Oh, well, he's definitely general. For delay of game, he's not even a real penalty. (laughs) Exactly. He he didn't even, like, get mad at somebody. He just flipped the puck up into the stands (laughs) by accident. Right? How do you go an entire season without accidentally taking a penalty? (laughs) Taking a trip. 
Well, no, I mean, he took a penalty. He threw the puck into the stands. Well, I meant a body contact penalty. By the way, he played 1,195 minutes and five seconds this year and took one minor penalty. It's got to be a record. Has anyone ever gone an entire season playing over 1,000 minutes and not gotten a penalty? I don't think so. Do not think so. That's Absolutely amazing. amazing. I mean, that's that's like a perfect attendance award. You got to give this to this guy, this yeah. Jacob Slavin fella. I think he's going to be pretty Slavin good. Needs to get it. Uh, the Willie O'Ree Community Award is uh, Renee Hess, who founded Black Girls Hockey Black Girl Hockey Club. Uh, Kevin Hodgson, who is director of the Hockey Education Reaching Out Society, which empowers out uh, at risk youth, and Howard Smith, co-founder of Pittsburgh Inclusion Creates Equality. All right. So there you go. Uh, Hess and the Black Girl Hockey Club is based in D.C. Yep. There's a good story about her out there on the uh, NHL.coms about uh, how she has uh, brought the uh, the inclusion to the D.C. area. Masterton Trophy for uh, for uh, comeback award of the year or exemplifying player who best exemplifies perseverance, sportsmanship, dedication to hockey. Matt Dumba, he won uh, two years ago. Or no, he won last year uh, for his uh, work with the Hockey Diversity Alliance. Oscar Lindblom, who uh, worked to fight cancer and then uh, get back on the ice, and Patrick Marlowe for being the oldest player in the game. Yeah, it's got <laughs> this. This has got to be Lindblom, but for being it, old, yeah, <laughs> he's it's a goddamn miracle his bones haven't crumbled <laughs> to dust yet. But can I can I just make a comment here? How on earth can you win the Masterson's Trophy two years in a row? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> It'd be great if he, if he did. I want him to win it now. So he can be back-to-back champion. If it's for, it's, if it's for comeback player. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it's, it's for the player who best exemplifies has the, or whatever the hell I just said about. It's not comeback player of the year. I mean, okay. come on. It's always given to the whoever p- persevered the most to get right. back into the, the game or something, right? The guy who came back right? for the worst shit. Yeah. And that's, and that's what, like, Jen's, like, the, the fucking Masterton is just a sob story award. Um. I mean, fuck Casey DeSmith from the was the Penguins, uh, the Penguins fucking nominee, and he beat his girlfriend and got thrown out of college for it. So right. he right. could show what the fuck he came back from. I mean, it's got to. This has to be uh, Oscar. Oscar's yeah. got to win oh, this. Obviously, it does. <laughs> what a swerve if Matt Dumba wins. I know if Matt Dumba wins, he's just gonna walk back down and give it to Oscar Lindblom himself. He's not even. <laughs> Exactly. Now, how Patrick... great would that be? That would be that would be the true spirit of the award. And then he would win another award. <laughs> yeah. He would win it three times. He'd be the Tom Mansky of the fucking Masterton. Uh, now the real trophies. The Norris Trophy, in alphabetical order: Adam Fox of the New York Rangers, okay. Victor Hedman of the Tampa Bay Lightning, and Kale McCarr of the Colorado Avalanche. Kale McCarr, uh, the reigning defending. Calder Memorial Trophy winner. Sixth amongst defensemen. Uh, eight goals, 44 points, despite missing 12 games. So twenty over over 20% of the games. He averaged a point per game, which topped all the blue liners. Uh, he is the second the second time in Avalanche Nordique history. A defenseman has produced more than a point per game after Steve Duchesne in 92-93. Uh, Victor Hedman, you know what the fuck he's all about. He is a fucking Stanley Cup champion. He uh, he has won the he has won the Norris Trophy in 2017-18. He had the second best point per game rate uh, with uh, with 
54 or a uh, 0.83 in 54 appearances. So he ranked third in defenseman points with 45. Adam Fox, second NHL season, uh, top defenseman in assists with 42, second in points at 47, 21 power play assists, 38 takeaways, and thir- 23 power play points over 55 games. There you go. Uh, and that's it. I had did I had did I talk about the Vezina? Did we talk about the Vezina last week? I think we talked about the Vezina last week. Did we? I don't fucking know. Hold on a minute. Thought I had the Vezina brought up. I don't think so. I don't think we talked about it last week. It was uh, M.A. Fleury, Vasilevsky, and Grubauer. Are the finals? I think we might have. All right, Mark. Yeah. Bit. Yeah, I'm introducing it. All right. Oh. So, <clears throat> so uh, you know, we've been doing our uh, after shows for the Patreon on on who we would want to be our broadcast and in studio teams for ESPN and TNT when we are inevitably uh, colleagues with all of them at the same time. So this week, I thought it would be fun to explore the HBO Max side of things. Mm. And hypothetically, if HBO content was truly HBO content while broadcasting hockey, NHL hockey, who would your ideal broadcast and on ice? You know, this is pretty much a blank slate, mm. right? I don't care if they're under contract with some other somebody else. Give me what you got. Give me your best for the HBO content that we're all craving for real HBO content as the NHL broadcasts potentially on HBO Max. What? What? Are, do they just have boxing? I'm serious about it. I don't know of any sports. I have HBO Max, and I haven't used it yet. Oh, okay. Uh, From from live sports, I think, yes, that's it. I think it's just boxing. Because they got good fucking boxing announcers. (laughs) You want to use them? Well, I I think I want to use Jim Lampley. Jim Lampley's got a great voice. He can tell a story very well. He gets out there. I mean, he he can make a moment happen. Like he is a he's a guy who has that booming voice, as that who has almost that NFL films voice, and then goes that way. I like Jim Lampley as my uh, as my guy as as uh, the uh, if if not play by play studio the studio host. You're like your your Mike Tirico, if you will. Okay, John. Um, I was gonna go off the board. I uh, I was gonna I was gonna make this. All sorts of HBO Max. And uh, I want to bring some people that aren't normally analysts into this. And I want to add Bill Burr as uh, as an analyst Ooh, on like uh, HBO Max. I want him to be part of this. I want him. I want his insight. He knows hockey. He cusses well. I, I, I want him to be part of this. I like that. That's, that's actually really cool. So this is actually kind of the direct direction I was hoping this was going to go. Right. This is what you need, the content. Otherwise, if it's just another broadcast with nothing special about it, then you know what's the point? It, it's it's got to be edgy. It's got to be something you can't get anywhere else. I'm gonna start with a base too, and that's where I was dictating it from. So, who's your pick? That's true. That's who's your true. first? Who's you your first overall pick? So, my first overall pick, I think I'm. Uh, I would want somebody who <clears throat> is a former player. Somebody who 
potentially crosses the line from time to time, uh, but is sort of expected if you're watching HBO, right? The, the the people watching would would kind of anticipate a sort of this person to sort of say things that go against what you'd typically hear on a cable broadcast or a national broadcast. So I'm bringing Jeremy Roenick back for the HBO, HBO Max. And right. just let 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 the leash off. Let him let him say whatever he wants. Not maybe so much sexist as he did last time. Okay, <laughs> we know that that's no good. But just let him tell some stories and let him uh, let him cross the line a couple times, but in a good way. <laughs> maybe not as sexist as last time. Not as sexist. You know what? Don't don't talk about banging your co-host. <laughs> maybe don't talk about that. Yeah, unless it's Bill Burr, and then by all means. <laughs> exactly. Hashtag. Pardon. Oh jeez, Jr. Oh Jesus. Oh, boy. Um, all right, who the hell is my next one? Um, I got a guy for, for On Ice. Okay. I got two guys for On Ice. So are we miking players in this situation? Yeah, I, in, I, I, in my opinion. Mic'd up? Or are these, like, just announcers and such? Well, in my opinion, every player on the ice is for HBO up? Max games is mic'd up. And you have an entire division of the broadcast team just waiting for something hilarious to be said well, so that you can play okay. it back. You want, right, you want hilarity. Yes. Here's the guy you put down on the ice level. This is a guy who'll get people a genuine smile, not unlike what they get out of Pierre Maguire. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm bringing Kenny Powers in. Danny McBride. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's awesome. I like this. Danny McBride is, on my team. Which and this is this more fun than the other broadcast. Is this right? is this sort of like Rock and Jock style where he's interviewing the players on the bench like in, during TV timeouts? It's basically, it's basically what they tried to do with the uh, the new XFL when you had him like coming off the field and getting game. interviewed. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah. John, I think you're up. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, since I introduced Pill Burr the first time, I'm going to bring uh going to bring a hockey player back into the mix, I believe. Um, we're going to bring... Uh, oh, man. Who do we want to add back into this? And this is going to be probably in studio. Um, okay. I, I don't know. I don't know if I can top the, the down the ice. Uh, just the conglomerate of, uh, of all of our picks, basically, will be like what we have. So I'm going to bring back uh, somebody who I appreciate that I feel like knows a good part of the game, who can explain it well to people and uh, can be edgy if he wants to be. And I want to add John Scott into our mix. Okay. I've <laughs> never seen him do anything with a microphone or anything, but I feel like that guy is smart enough to be able to explain things to people, but also rough enough around the edges to be like, nah, that hit was fucking bullshit. <laughs> See, <laughs> Go ahead, Scott. This would work well with him thing. getting an HBO movie made after him that they've been fucking rumored to do right? since he won the goddamn MVP of the All-Star game. See, See I, I, I'm with you, but I'm actually... So this isn't my pick, but I'm going to counter your pick with an alternate pick. Substitute John Scott for Paul Bissonnette. I don't like Paul Bissonnette at all. I don't like Paul Bissonnette either. Like, what? as a person. As a human being? As a yeah, human. I don't like him as a human being. I want people I like on this. What? I don't it's, know. It's, 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 your, it's your pick. You can it's do it. You can sit on that bullshit podcast with 
uh, Pink Whitney or whatever the fuck that drink is called, and they can do whatever the hell they want. I'm sure they got a ton of listeners, but they're uh, they're they are two people that I do not want anywhere near a national broadcast, even if it's on HBO Max. All right, fair enough. That was my counter, but you guys countered my counter, so. It's your board. You can do whatever the hell you want with it. Yeah, it's your, tur- it's your turn. You it's your can turn. So, so I'm, I'm going you said on that ice. that wasn't who you were naming. It isn't. I'm going on ice here. If we're going HBO and we're going edgy, we got we to gotta have a little bit of, you know, a little bit of eye candy, perhaps. Keep JR away. <laughs> but I'm going Paulina Gretzky on the ice. Oh, that's a good one. All right. She's got the name. She's got the, the, the pedigree. And I've seen the Instagram, so let's let's do this. Plus, there's like a rivalry now between TPS and now, HBO Max. Turner's doing all the production for that, so it blends in well. It's, oh, it's, okay, there you go. I think yeah. I think it blends in well. That's a really good pick, Mark. I like that. One. Thank you. All right. Um, I don't know how our interview skills are, but yeah, whatever. All right, so I'm gonna put Jim Lampy <laughs> as my play-by-play guy. I got my host, in studio host. Okay. And it's something something I think like you want to talk about. You know, people setting the table. We, we want to have everything, right? We want to have everything uh, at our disposal in this host. So that's why I'm going to uh, pick Larry David as the host of ah. HBO Max. <laughs> because he's not going to understand a goddamn thing. And he's going to ask everybody for their opinion. That's good. That's good. That is good. Um I'm not sure if I even have a play-by-play person at all right now. Bill Burr and John Scott, which I think in and of itself is a great booth. (laughs) At best, Bill Burr is like the color analyst. He's not a play-by-play. He's pale. He's not going to be that. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Too pale for that shit. Uh, So I'm going to need somebody that can be a play-by-play. And I I have no idea who who I can add to this that actually... We'll do it. Um, so, uh, God. Uh, yeah, I have no idea who, who my play-by-play guy could be. Or, or girl. Really. Um, yeah, I might have to pass. I, I, think I, I, think I, I think I thought too much about Bill Burr, and I haven't really gone past that. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Well, this, it, it is it is open world. Like no one's signed to anybody. You can have whomever you want. That's right. Which is why for for my in studio highlights package, uh, you know this isn't necessarily the host, but definitely one of the talking heads. I'm gonna I, I, I envisioned sort of the same thing that you guys, uh, the path you guys went down with Bill Burr and Larry David, and I'm picking Kevin Hart. I want Ooh. Kevin Hart reviewing hockey highlights. In the same manner that Larry David would be hosting without Funny, having any clue I love it. what necessarily he's commenting on, just making it funny. Johnny, back to you before we go to the fourth round. Um, I, I still don't know if I have anybody here because I'm still trying to think of who I could add as play-by-play that is edgy and not... Um, and not already taken somebody somewhere by like another group that we had because we're like we're digging deep right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I need a play-by-play person that can actually do it though. So you know what? If, if Gary Thorne's not going to be anywhere else 
on any of these. I want Gary Thorne on HBO Max. Perfect. I want him back. I know that maybe he could be part of ESPN, but maybe not. Who knows? So I'm going to add Gary Thorne in the mix. All right. I have Jim Lampley as my play-by-play. Danny McBride is my on-bench superstar. Uh, or between the benches, or on ice guy, whatever the hell you want to call it. Larry David is my host. My color commentators for the game, both backup goalies. <laughs> that way, you can have both sides of it, and they have the best seat in the damn house. That's true. And then and they're already fucking... mic'd up because Mark's micing up everybody. And you don't got to fucking pay them, so you're fucking fine. Like, easy. It's low overhead. <laughs> It's good stuff. low fucking overhead That's to have so the backup smart. goalies as color commentators. Wow. Johnny, to you. Um, yeah, so at this point, I think I'm just going to have to go uh, comedian that likes hockey. And sadly, I feel like most of most of the people I know are uh, Bruins fans. Um, so, uh, uh, shit. <laughs> His name just just left me. Uh, he's an asshole. I know that. Oh, Dennis Leary. Dennis, Dennis Leary. Leary. Yeah, Dennis Leary. He's going to be on my team. I, <laughs> I'm i just putting together a team. They'll figure out where the fuck they're, they're going to work. Like, let's be honest. They figure it out. They'll figure it out themselves. They're smart enough people. Yeah. Mark? <clears throat> Since this is likely only going to be uh, a once oh, every a, a once every once in a while thing, right? Once a month, maybe throughout the throughout the season, perhaps twice a month. Let's give Don Cherry a chance to redeem there it himself. Is. Don Cherry, Let's get him back in the pack. mix here. Get Don Cherry in Don the studio Cherry with Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart <laughs> 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 oh, Let's see what happens. It's HBO. It's not cable. That's true. They've said that for years. Yeah, it's a premium channel. <laughs> All right. And uh, what do you think? Round last this. pick? What's that? We'll do this is the last pick. Uh, I don't know. We could we can end it here. We can give Lyle one pick. If if Lyle, uh, the, what we're doing right now is if HBO Max started broadcasting games and you had your pick of anyone that you could be part of, any part of the broadcast staff, on HBO Max, but you really r- ratcheted it up to, you know, take advantage of the fact that you're on HBO. Who would you want to be either analyzing or broadcasting an NHL game on HBO Max? Who would you want to be part of the team? Sean Avery. Ooh. Oh, good one. Yeah, he hasn't <laughs> been named yet. Either. Not because I like Sean Avery, but just because he'd bring a, le- a level of assholery to the broadcast <laughs> that would be my ratings gold. Because that's all this is. It's ratings. They're That's trying it. to draw, right? So well, HBO I think, doesn't have ratings; they're cable. It doesn't matter. <laughs> wait, we want it. We want it. it ratings matter. Driven, but the ratings. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fine. It's, it's where like, we get yeah, points, yeah. but like, the ratings don't matter. Who, yeah, whose line is it anyway? But for hockey, yes, yeah. <laughs> Scotty, did you have another one? Because it sounded like if you have another one, let's hear it. If not, then. We can get to real hockey news, but it sounded like you have one more. I, I want to hear. Th- it. I was. Uh, I'm I'm trying to think, and they just came out. Of my, they just left my head about who would be a great foil to Larry David, who knows hockey. Um, and it's not Barry. I want to say Barry Mowers, but no, he's he's on a decline, and uh, it's sad to see. But I think we're good. So wrapping it up, 
So I'll add I'll add this real quick. Okay, then, add one. If you guys got one more, throw it. I want to I want to add Mark Andre Fleury to this whenever he retires. Okay. Because I want him to be part of some TV somewhere, and I think that uh, he has a great personality and would bring knowledge to HBO Max. Mark, you got any other one? Uh, I was gonna <clears throat> I was gonna throw Will Wheaton into the mix. Okay. Uh, or, or maybe you know, go to the other spectrum and, and have Lil John as oh. part of the as part of the in studio team. No, you're gonna well. say data. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, both both. Uh, I know Will Wheaton is a big Kings fan. Everybody knows Lil John is a used to be an Atlanta Thrashers fan and is now a Vegas fan. So uh, you know, let's get them involved. They 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 would know at least enough of what they were talking about to make it entertaining. <laughs> And I think it would make it appeal to the the common folk as well. Like that would be the something common that folk it, that have paid for HBO Max. <laughs> exactly. <We're just> <laughs> they're trying. They're trying to fucking watch like Land of the Lost, and they're like, "Oh, Danny McBride's on," and it's just a hockey game. And it's like, man, it's a really fucking long goddamn movie for Danny McBride. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like honestly, uh, what else is on? <laughs> Yeah, so there we go. I like this. All right, so Johnny's got Bill Burr, John Scott, Gary Thorne, Dennis Leary, and M.A. Fleury. Mark's got Jeremy Roenick, Paulina Gretzky, Kevin Hart, Don Cherry, <laughs> Will Wheaton, and Lil John. I have Jim Lampley, Danny McBride, Larry David, and the backup goalies of the game. <laughs> oh, so you added two people. Right, I had two people at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there we go. All right, we found our team. So that, and that's the stuff you can get for our post-show, mostly. Uh, on the Patreon, if you subscribe to that. So this is a nice little plug for our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Stuff like that. Mark, we quit the ESPN one because we just came to the realization it's probably easier to get on Turner than it is. Yeah, ESPN. probably. But if we can learn anything from WCW, I don't know. Turner is a tough, tough boss to have. Tough management. I think he's, I think he's dead. Yeah. I don't think he's running day-to-day operations, man. I think we're okay. <laughs> well, as long as it's not Eric Bischoff, then that will just fucking tell him Vince. Man, dude, Vince is starting a hockey league. Vince is starting a hockey <laughs> podcast on ESPN, man, up in Connecticut. <laughs> Fuck, dude, you gonna let him do that shit? Come on, <laughs> Jesus, dude. Um, wow, Ted Turner was the co-creator of Captain Planet and the Planeteers. Fun fact. Captain Planet, he's our hero. <laughs> gonna take pollution down to zero while yes um and he was born in cincinnati ohio didn't know that i always thought he just he butted up was in, born he butted up in atlanta and just fucking just stayed there ever He's since living off the air in cincinnati mm-hmm. wkrp he was time man of the year in 91 everybody Time man of the year. He only got that because he was dating Jane Fonda at the time, and she was still kind of sort of hot back then. 91? <clears throat> uh, yeah, that's when they did get married, but uh, how old was she in 91? She's like 80-something now, though she does look good now. Uh, oh, the, uh, she is 83. Interesting. Good for her. No, good for her. <laughs> Not good for her. No ageism on this show. Good for her. Oh, plenty of ageism. Nice. <laughs> Hats off to her plastic surgeon. Yes, yes. He owned two. He owned like multiple TV networks and only won two Emmys. Come on, man. What the fuck's mm-hmm. wrong with you? Anyway, he had a foundation to curb population growth. All right. 
Fair enough. Ooh, that, uh, can, that can go that can go sideways if you're not careful. A yeah. foundation to curb population growth. Mm. Yeah, sounds mm. a little too Thanos for my liking. Mm. <laughs> mm. He also he also said opponents of abortions are bozos. Um, to that he got sued by WGM and Bozo the Clown Show. <laughs> so that was a weird. It's definitely yeah, yeah, but that's because go... they had that's because they had that ping pong game where you had to throw them into the buckets. Mm-hmm. You know, remember that game? That was the best game I, they I had. I do remember that game. Vividly inside of it. It's, it's good times. Uh, I like this one. In 1999, Turner made a joke about Polish landmine detectors when asked about Pope John Paul II. I've never seen this joke. I. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's probably not even on the internet. Like, Did he uh, get it for Rodney Dangerfield? That's, that's no a little, sounds a little Rodney Dangerfield. Seems a little Andrew Dice. Are, you, to are you literally Googling right now Polish joke? But... Hey, fuck off, man. <laughs> <laughs> At least do it in incognito mode. Nah, fuck that. They can they can figure the hell I am. <laughs> what do you want me to look up a Polish landmine on Urban Dictionary while you're at it? <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Off we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, media mogul Ted Turner once stated a rhetoric question to his audience while kicking his leg in the air: "Ever seen a Polish landmine detector?" That was the joke. It was a physical oh. comedy joke. Got it. Sure. That's not funny, Ted. Maybe maybe they were pissed at you because it wasn't a great joke. Yeah. You ever think of that? Terrible. Yeah. It wasn't controversial. Even Pollocks were just like, eh, come on, man. We had screen door submarine for fucking years, and you throw out this bullshit? <laughs> Fuck off. Maybe that was it. He told the punchline first and had it set up after. So that was, there we go. Anyway, enough about our new boss, Ted Turner. <laughs> Lyle, um, Mark Shifley is saying that the NHL is uh, was holding him down uh, for the uh, for keeping him out of the playoffs this year. Um, what point does he get his head on straight and realize you can't you can't skate from two hundred yards back or two hundred feet back and level a guy in the head? Like mm-hmm. that seems weird to me that he's playing the victim in this one. Yeah, yeah. Can I just say, by the way, uh, somebody on Twitter posted today that we did not see the Mark Shifley heel turn coming, you know? And, you know, that's that's the sign of a great, great writers. Great when you don't see the heel turn coming. I that's agree. great booking right there. That yeah. is that is just great, great <laughs> booking. Um, but to be fair, yeah, we didn't see Mark Shifley's uh, heel turn coming because, let's be honest, we never saw Mark Shifley take a run at somebody and try and take his freaking head off. <clears throat> and on top of that, Lyle, it's he he stuck to it. He leaned into it during oh. the press conference too. Yeah. Because he played victim. Yeah. You know, he's like I'm a big man, I take responsibility, but then everyone's attacking my family. So, I mean, granted, don't attack his family. That's no, bad. That, but that in, in in the ca- <laughs> in 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 the kayfabe of Mark Shifley turning heel. Yeah. Like, As God, you're buying into the story, he did, make it, he did turn and make it about himself. Yeah. Which is what, what all the great heels do. That's what all the great heels do. I've got nothing against cancer in years. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. God, but that's I'm... exactly what a heel would do. He'd make it about himself. Oh, absolutely. And that's what he's done. And that's what he's done. And that's the thing, honestly, that's the, that is the most disappointing about all of this. If that was Ryan Reeves 
taking a run at somebody. Or if it was yeah. Nazem Kadri. Or if it was just pick any goon, right? Just pick any, you Tom know. Tom Wilson. To, well, there you go. If it was Tom Wilson, again, perfect, another perfect analogy. If it was one of those three guys doing it, everybody would say, well, what do you expect? This guy has a history of doing this. He's a recidivist. Get him out of the game. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Sometimes you got to race. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> Was that your place? Mine. Definitely not mine. That was mine. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> forgot, to put, Damn, forgot to put the window down. That's no, awesome. We, we, out we, we have a, we, we, like I tell you, oh, just a quick sidetrack. Yeah, up up the street where I live, <laughs> there's a guy who, shall we say, is having a midlife crisis. Because <laughs> he likes to drive his big, noisy motorcycle and he likes oh, to... Nice. He likes to crack the throttle because he comes right down. The intersection is just across my street. And he comes down and he always cracks the throttle when he heads down Kensington Road. And it's right outside my house. So, somebody yeah. Somebody had lit up the red dragon and was like, yeah, let's get this thing <laughs> you going. You know, there have been, been times when I've said, you know, I've told my wife this. And I've said, you know, I don't want any harm to come to him. I don't want any harm to come to anybody. But it'd be a real shame if something happened to his motorcycle. That'd be a re- real shame. Well, shame. so I'm going to ask a dumb question, and this is going to be uh, purely because I live in Maryland and there's a lot of humidity here and it's 80-some <laughs> degrees currently. How long does he actually get to ride that motorcycle? <laughs> a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> a lot. It's 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 very warm up here now. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. No, it's warming up. Oh, yeah. Sure. Well, yeah but anyway, getting back to, uh, to, uh, to the whole thing with Mark Shifley. The, the whole thing is this... If, like I said, if it was somebody who had a history of doing this, yeah, you know, as I said, people would say, get him out of the game, what do you expect, blah, 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 long suspension, kick him out, blah, blah, blah. But with Shifley, this was just, I feel disappointed. I'm just really disappointed. <laughs> First of all, because it's so out of character for him. He's never done anything like this before. And then, like y'all said, you know, when he gets the blowback from this, is it he he doesn't oh, geez, you know, I'm really sorry, blah, blah. No, as, as Mark said, he, like a, like a great heel, he leans into it and, and makes it all about himself. Like today, when he said that comment in his press conference about, oh, I was expecting uh, Philip Deneau to try and shut me down. As it turned out, it was the Department of Player Safety that shut me down. It's like, no, dude, you shut yourself down. <laughs> you shut yourself down. You skated 200 feet. And you laid in a hit, a pointless hit, on a guy scoring an empty net goal with like a minute and change left in the game. In a game you were losing. You know, like, it was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And he just turns around, you know, and first he disagrees. Well, I disagree with the severity of the suspension. But I'm not going But I'm not going to appeal it. Yeah, because you know that appeal ain't going to wash. This, you'll have about as much luck as Nazem Kadri did with his appeal. Which was upheld. So, yeah, good luck with that. Uh, so that in itself, right there, is, is is as close to an admission of guilt we're going to get from Mark Shifley out of this. I disagree with the severity of it, but no, I'm not going to appeal it. It's like, yeah, because you knew you fucked up, dude. You know you fucked up. But mm-hmm. again, he's you know, oh, blame the other guy. So it's like, great. So congratulations. Now Mark Shifley, who was once one of the most respected players in the game. One I certainly had a lot of respect for. Now, 
Yeah, well, in Montreal, they're going to hate your freaking guts, dude. And right now, you have that suspension. And let's face it, a four-game suspension in the playoffs, it's the equivalent of an eight-game in the regular season, Mm -hmm. especially for trying to take a guy's head off, and especially for a first defense. Yeah. Yeah. He goes right back to wearing that NHL Shield jersey soon enough. Right, exactly. Yeah. Free agency. (laughs) (sighs) But he did himself. It was the most selfish Thing that he could have done because he took himself out of the series where he where his skills were most needed. You know, he's the first line center. He's their leading scorer or always among their top three in their, their scores. But he's their first line center. He's the guy they look to to help them generate their offense, to lead their offensive attack. You know, they were losing the first game, right? But okay, yeah, sure, fine. You had a nine-day layoff. It happens. You could have bounced back. You were frustrated because the way the game was going. But so what? You suck it up. You give, It's like, okay, look, he's getting an easy, okay, yeah, he's getting the easy, you know, empty net goal. The game's out of reach anyway. We know it. Fuck it. We'll regroup and we'll come back in game two and we'll come back stronger. No, no. Not the you, flying shoulder tackle. Exactly. He does the <laughs> flying shoulder from downtown. And mm-hmm. like I said, he took himself he, he took himself out of the game. He took himself out of the series. It was the most selfish play that he could have done. And he's, you know, he may not like it. He may not, he, he may be reluctant to admit it, but deep down, he knows it. He knows that's on him. He let his team down. And he's got to live with that. And that's something I think maybe. You know, maybe the Jets need a new head coach, mm. somebody who can come in there and maybe screw some heads on. Right. Because I mean, and, and I'm not he's because he defended the hit. <laughs> Listen, if it had been, if the roles had been reversed and it had been, say, Josh Anderson laying out, say, Nikki Ehlers that way, you know, Dominic Ducharme would have said the same thing. Oh, we didn't think it was a bad hit. Oh, he was going for the pie. Trying to take away pie. Oh, and by the way, Nick Ehlers. The classiest guy on that team, uh-huh. because that picture is amazing. By when, the way, oh yeah, when Jake Evans is is laying there unconscious on the ice, and that scrum is going on around him, he he not only tried to to protect him to keep people from falling on him and stepping all over him, but he also went and got additional medical people and yeah. helped them onto the ice to go and tend to this guy. Nick Ehlers is. First class all the way. That's the guy who should be your damn star in the face of your team right there, Winnipeg Jets. But I would say that I think that just the way that Shifley handled the whole thing with the full-throated support or all of that of, of, of Paul Marine, I think it's I think it's time for a coaching change there. He's been there seven, seven and a half years, right? What do they have to show for it now? Anyway, congratulations. You got outcoached by an interim. An interim guy who has what three months in the bigs? You've got how many years? A former coach of the year, guy who took a team to the Stanley Cup final, and you get a coach and your team gets swept after you swept Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers? What the fuck is wrong with you? Seriously. Time for a change, man. I'm serious. It's time for a change in that room. Enough mm-hmm. is enough. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I look forward to the inmates are in charge of the asylum there. Yeah. I look forward to Mark Shifley being the Masterson nominee of the Jets next year <laughs> after yeah. persevering no, no, through this very, very hard, tumultuous time in his career. 
Oh, I see what you mean. I see where you're getting at. Yeah. He'll, you he'll win the match and in the lady bang. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's just it's, it's just like I said, I just found the whole thing disappointing because Mark Shifley is a hell of a player. And up until that point, and, and I'm not saying it because I'm a Habs fan and he did it to a Hab. He could have done that to anybody. And I'd feel the same way. That was bullshit. And you've come down quite a bit in my estimation, young man. And you need to sort yourself out because what you did was wrong. Everyone knows what they, they, you did is wrong. And deep down, you know it too. So, mm -hmm. rant over. Moving on. <laughs> uh, a border collie was ejected from a car on a crash in Idaho on Sunday, but was found on a sheep farm herding sheep. All right. <laughs> More at 11? I love border. Yeah. Uh, More that, later. That's the human interest story we needed as a nice palate cleanser. Thank you, and speaking of dogs, the Buffalo Sabres are fielding <laughs> phone calls for Jack Eichel at a rapid pace. That was good. Uh, that was good. Uh, what? Uh, let's be honest. There's not a team out there that's going to fucking be able to pay for him, are, are they? That that he would want. That's not. A, he doesn't have a qualifier, does he? Hold on a minute. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, it's true. Where does if you're the if you're the Sabres, do you just get, just you, now it's time, now it's time to get out of here. We're interviewing Swedish coaches. We don't know what the fuck is going on with their lives. Let's just let's just cut cut anchor and go. Is that the idea now, Lyle? Is that the idea that we should all be hoping and praying for for this? I <laughs> I honestly, who knows at this point what's going on with with the Sabres and how they run their business and how they conduct it. Again, the people I feel sorry for the most of the fans of this team because they they don't deserve this shit. They really don't. Um, but uh, in terms of Eichel, like you make a great point. I mean, trying to move him was going to be difficult enough with that big contract in under a. Hey, get ready, Johnny. Under a. Got it. There nice. we go. I don't think That's you have to tell me to get ready. It's like three feet from me. Actually. Oh, yeah. it's within. But that's a this full actually, body length for you. So this is actually this this hat's always within uh, reach. <laughs> within no, whenever reach, anybody you know I'm going to be saying like, flat cap from now like until if 2024. I'm not even, like in my house, I just have it with me on call. <laughs> nice, but it would be difficult enough to move. It's it it would be difficult enough to move that big contract in a, in a normal season where the cap is always going up, right? But now I'm you got to now you that's oh nice nice touch. Yeah, flat cap has gone up. <laughs> The flat cap has got up. Flat cap. Oh, oh, flat cap stays staying. There we go. Uh, but the other thing, though, is that you could still move him if it wasn't for the for the neck injury. The concern about that. That's that's the big stop drop right there. I think before anybody. I mean, yeah, teams may be calling, find out. But you know what? I think at this point, yeah, they may be saying, uh, okay, would you be willing to move him? And what's the status of his neck? Because until, you know, teams get some idea of, of whether he's going to be able to return healthy and play the way that he used to, oh, man, it's going to be really tough to try to move him now. Really tough. Because, yeah, when he's healthy, absolutely, even with that big contract and even under a flat cap right now, there would still be teams that have the, that have the cap space and the assets that would be willing to pony up to get him. But it's the, the the severity of his neck injury. That's that's the that's the real problem right now. <laughs> okay, let's get off the Jack Eichel for a second. Okay. I just I just saw, I just saw the fucking 
probably the best this week. This week's best article title. Oh no! Of Uh-oh. the week, Lyle, did you see this one from Which Denver? Which team needs to die? No. <laughs> did you see this one from Denver, Lyle? What's this? What what? From the Denver Post, Mark K- uh, Kisla. Mm-hmm. Avs choking away playoff series against Vegas, and biggest gag artist is Nathan McKinnon. <laughs> wow. Oh, hang on. Ooh, hot take. Careful, careful. You'll scorch your fingers on that hot take. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Hold on. Guys, don't let the hook get in you for this clickbait. Does that oh. come with its own? Does that come with its own bait, or do you have to do it I yourself? I don't know if you have. Okay, to. Now I got. Now I got to. Okay, now I got to look. See it up. now, Lyle's <laughs> clicking on it. All right, so here, so here we go. We'll read it verbatim, so you don't have to pay for it, and it's not in your history. Um, the Avs skate like champs on the ice and talk like champs in the locker room and look like champs in their burgundy and blue. Why'd you reset Denver Post? Good fuck yourself. No, I don't <laughs> want an ad for Polyvex and Verma, whatever that is. I don't care about the <laughs> fuck. Jesus Christ, let me just read this shit. Anyway. Uh, but when postseason pressure ramps up, they play like chumps. Yeah, they got to the fucking second round playing like chumps after sweeping the team. Mm. Uh, after surrendering the final three goals Tuesday night to Vegas in a disheartening 3-2 loss, the Avs are now 60 minutes away from being eliminated from the playoffs and being exposed as a pretty team that tends to be oh-so-pretty vacant between the years. Oh, oh nice. Nice drop of a Sex Pistols tune. Well done. He is, he is from Britain. Pretty vacant. Uh, if, if we if we ooh and ah and drool over the mad skills of Avalanche center Nathan McKinnon, it's only fair to acknowledge his disappearing act in the best of seven series is due to in equal parts uh, to a suffocating Vegas defensive scheme and a choke job by the one player Colorado can least to afford uh, can least afford to have come up small in big moments. <laughs> choke job. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's so it's all Nathan well, McKinnon's fault. It's it's, it's like it's like Toronto it's, of the like Westish. A mindless turnover by An- uh, Andre Barakowski, a careless cross ice pass, but gave Landis Cobb gift wrapping golden scoring chances to Alex Tuck and Jonathan Marshall. Show allowed Vegas to tie the score during the opening four minutes. But remember, uh, it's all those turnovers. They're all Nathan McKinnon's fault. Oh, here it is. During the three consecutive Vegas victories that look to knock the Avalanche swagger on its keister, McKinnon hasn't made a peep. He's failed to tally so much as a single assist, let alone a goal, and played to a minus three while taking shifts that have been way too hyper to produce calm and cool efficiency. Mm-hmm. The, oh, the so Golden Knights are living rent-free in Max head. He needs help. I hate that term, by the way. Oh, yeah. living rent-free in somebody's... That is the most overused phrase no one has any idea what it actually means. No. It just stayed there. It's like, that sounds really cool. Living oh, no. This guy wears a flat cap like Johnny. Oh, oh. No. oh fuck. Oh, oh no. No. This is, I brought Bill Burr onto my HBO Max because oh, of the flat geez. cap. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, 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 he, could that other, he could do the, uh, the female voice, too, his girlfriend's voice. That's, oh yeah, that, that that adds to it. So Nathan McKinnon's uh, the whole reason why he's not scoring is all his fault. He is going to have to pee. It has nothing to do with the checking blanket thrown over him by a very talented Vegas Golden Knights team. Listen, Lyle, top tier players will find a way to kick out of the tri- uh, checking blanket when it's too warm out. Yes, when the heat yes. is on, Lyle, they'll yes. kick out of that checking blanket. Yes, yes, quite, quite, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, ah. At some point, that Vegas on that hot take, just because 
You know, I always knew Avalanche uh, writers were bad, but holy fuck. Oh, wow. That's just, that's just crap. That is absolute crap. That, 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 but again, you know, clickbait. There you go. That's, that's a great one. That's a great one. Hey, listen, we need a catchy headline so we can draw people to our well, site so, you know, so we can uh, make that sweet, sweet ad revenue. Uh, come up, uh, Kesla, you're, you're, a noted, you're our noted jerk, our noted curmudgeon. Why don't you uh, come up with a title and uh, you know, blame the loss all on Nathan McKinnon? Uh, the first two comments on this post is Mark Kisla code for Steve Simmons. The second <laughs> comment, is he any relation to Steve Simmons? so good Uh, Uh, the thing that's and that's the thing and this thing too with Steve Simmons the thing that's such a what's so sad about him is that he actually has done great sports writing in the past yeah but he keeps shooting himself in the foot he's thrown it all the ways to to go chase uh, hot dog conspiracy theories about Phil Kessel and and other tripe shout out shout out to this guy who says Mark is the biggest butt plug in Denver sports media (laughs) <laughs> you know, that is Man, I, I, I've only been to Denver once. How how can you say something like that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how this guy Shalehi did said that. That's kind of weird. Shalehi, <laughs> <Shalehi, laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weirdly weird. Uh, uh, anyway, that actually had nothing to do with the article. That was no. Just... That was just literally that was in my replies. Yeah. Like, I didn't even mention the article. It's just. <laughs> Oh man, that is that is just. Look, there's a lot. There's a lot of reasons why the Abs find themselves on the brink of elimination to the Golden Knights. Nathan McKinnon's play is down near the bottom of the reasons why. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just it's an overall. It just they they the Golden Knights have just been able to play that that, that heavier physical style of hockey, and it's. It's creating turnover. I mean, every like they said, every one of those goals last night. And that's the other the first two periods, as I watched the game, the first two periods, the Avs, they were in control of that game. They were up to they took a two-nothing lead into the third period. And then turnover, and then another turnover, especially on an offensive rush. Ooh, that second one, that was bad. And then Ryan Gray. Oh, oh, my boy from my old hometown, Ryan Graves with that with and it, it was just a shot that just bounced off, I believe it was Pacioretty. And just straight to Mark Stone, who was off to the raises. It was just a, a bad bounce. And but... Stone initially blocked the first shot he took. He got it back and then fired it again and it hit the second line. Yeah. It? And it just, it was just, yeah. I mean, it was just bad luck. It wasn't, that was not an Alex Galchenyuk blind pass at the friggin' blue line, resulting in a two on O breakaway that ends up in the back of your net type of turnover. That was just a, an unfortunate bounce. But still, it was turnovers, and yeah, the Golden Knights had a bit of luck, but ultimately, a lot of that was just their hard work. They didn't quit, they didn't give up, and they stuck to their game plan. They just pounded away, and eventually, they got rewarded for it. I so, still want them to lose. Uh, yeah, 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 you know, I do. I, I think the interesting question that was raised was about uh, Jared Bednar, their coach. That yeah, he might be in a little bit of in a little bit of trouble. If if they don't survive this series, because uh, well, I believe it. Well, he rate well. It said a lot of eyebrows get raised after I think it was Game Three when they got smoked, and he publicly took all the players to task and blamed them, you know, for for playing poorly. And it was just like, mm, man, that's a little bit of an overreaction. I mean, yeah, okay, they did not play well, but what what the hell, man? Like, where's this coming from? You know. And if he was trying to motivate his guys, it 
it didn't work. So, ah oh, man. Well, there's that. Uh, back to the back to the we the sabers for a second. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, like I said, they're they're finding Swedish coaches. They're looking at Rickert Gronberg, Gromborg, mm. former uh, head coach of the Zurich Lions and uh, former mm. Swedish national team head coach after mm. interviewing your usual suspects. <laughs> Has this have the Sabres not realized maybe going outside the box not the greatest idea in the world? I don't Evidently know. Maybe not. Evidently not. Oh. Hey, hey guys. What nationalities of players do we have on our team? Oh, we got a bunch of Swedes? Why don't we go get a Swedish coach? Fucking <laughs> let's go, boys. Why are you not telling me this? Yeah. I got the soccer guy from England. <laughs> just told me to get the soccer guy from Sweden. El Pele with the two umlauts over the E's. Could <laughs> <laughs> have went with him. <laughs> Damn. So who is who wants who wants to coach a mil- some millionaires? Is what this uh, Sabres thing is. Bruce, Bruce Boudreaux evidently want, is interested in the job. Well, good for him. He Bruce. should be. Yeah. Should, yeah, exactly. He's fucking tired of TV. I called yeah. this six weeks ago. Yeah, you did. Actually, no, you did, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. did. No, we you, did. We were all on the show, Lyle. We yeah. did that. Yeah. Um, there, I mean, there's got to be some other NHL coaches. You former coach or whatever, there has There's to be so many in the recycling bin that we can fucking well, oh god, I know. Your kids. I'm, well, and that's the thing though too. I mean, here we are going, oh, they need to, they always recycle coaches. But the minute we hear, oh, they're looking at bringing in a Swedish coach, uh, a Swedish coach who coaches a team in Switzerland. Oh, gee, maybe they shouldn't think outside the box. But in in the case of the Buffalo Sabers, because they oh, have been be. trying to think outside the box. Yeah, maybe it's time you did hire a, a former NHL co- you know, like head coach who had success somewhere. You know, I mean, if they ha- if they hired Malmo as coach, then he's already coached oh, XNHLers. He's got an in- we got inroads to Malmo, baby. Yeah. I know he already knows how to coach NHLers. They've been going there for years. Exactly. So <clears throat> I, I just heard I just heard news that there's going to be supersonic passenger jets coming soon. Uh. Uh, potentially cutting Gatton? airline flights in half by the end of this decade. So who, what is the first NHL team to be relocated perhaps to Malmo or somewhere Ooh. else in Europe? Is it going to be the Sabres? Ladies nah, and gentlemen, you're probably the Sabres. No, no, it won't be the Sabres. Hmm. It's not going to be the Sabres. Is Remember, it gonna guys, be as, as fun as it is to talk about relocation of the Buffalo Sabres, that Gary Bettman's not going to let that happen. Not out of Buffalo. No, he's... Market's too good. They, Tro- Tro- Toronto's trying to push him out, but it ain't going to happen. <laughs> Toronto's like, you're fucking stealing our coverage, fuckers. Toronto, does, Toronto stopped caring about Buffalo stealing uh, stealing any of their viewers or any of their fans a long time ago. When they, when they saw the fucking... Was it the last time they won the cup? <laughs> <laughs> Last, last time they won a playoff I'm series. sorry, that was the low blow, and I definitely should have said that out loud. Yeah, yeah. You you were the guy running the lights at the CN Tower last night that lit it up red, white, and blue, Canadian yeah. colors. So <laughs> technically, it was actually American colors, but everybody thought it was for the Canadians. <laughs> so I just went like, ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That was the thing that was going to say, Judge. That was that was the thing that was so great was watching people on Twitter lose their shit over the CN Tower lighting up 
in the colors of the Montreal Canadiens to salute them as being the only Canadian team still standing in the playoffs. And they're going, how can the people who run do this to Toronto? How can they do this to Toronto? Simple. It's a federal building. They can do whatever the fuck they want. It was really just a signal that teams could, you know, cross the border without having to go into. <laughs> right, exactly. Welcome yeah. to the Americans. Exactly. Like it was like now you're allowed to cross the border, so they lit it up in American colors, and exactly. all the Toronto fans just took it the wrong way. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, what's new? Um, well, let's get into this then. It leads us right into our segue. We talked earlier about the fallacy of uh, the last Canadian team standing being "quote unquote" Canada's team. Mm. Um, because I remember back in '04, everyone was like, "Oh, Calgary's great." I'm like, "Nah, Edmonton fans, Vancouver fans, eh." Mm-hmm. Edmonton went to the cup final. I could, I, I wanted every other team to beat them, even though I lived in Calgary for a few months at that point. Um, is that like how many people are ardent supporters of our Montreal Canadiens now just because it's the last Canadian team? I would say there has been probably no change. Montreal Canadiens fans, I was Montreal Canadiens fans, which is roughly half the country. The other half is is uh, Leafs fans, and then there's that smattering of other fans. I kid, of course. All right, Steiner, what are you doing? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you are right. You're no, right. no, I kid, of Steiner. course. But I mean, but 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 in, in but listen, no, I mean, I used to do columns to start off every season go which team will be and i always put in quotations canada's team because i knew it was an absurd concept because even if a canadian team doesn't matter which canadian team reaches the stanley cup final the whole country is not going to be oh united and singing oh canada if that team wins the stanley cup and bring it home sure canadian hockey fans yeah we want a canadian team to win the stanley cup but we want to be our team I'm a Montreal Canadiens fan. I want it to be the Montreal Canadiens. Leafs fans wanted to be Leafs fans. Oilers, Oilers fans. Those are the ones we want. When the Canucks were in the Stanley Cup final 10 years ago, the only people in Canada who were thrilled about that were people who were actually Canucks fans and people who lived in Vancouver who were like, hey, great, a, 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 a local team is uh, competing for a big trophy. Hey, you look, know? a rock in a police window. Let's fucking go. <laughs> smash. <laughs> Canucks didn't win. Hulk smash. But no, but... That's that's the whole thing, because you're right. It is a fallacy. It's an absolute fallacy. Yes, Canadian hockey fans, they want a Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup. They just don't want the other teams to win it. They want their team to win it. You know, we also we also went on a thing that even on the off chance that Toronto does happen to do that um, (laughs) and get to the Stanley Cup. The writers, if they're still alive, not only will just cut and paste whatever essay they have about the Stanley Cup champions and forget to leave one of the old players in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they'll also be like, listen, you can't root for this. T- the big, big columns. You can't root for the Leafs. You weren't there when Freddie Anderson went down. And we had to go to a guy named Jack Campbell and praised him until he let up three, three straight wins to lose the series. Yeah. You weren't there for that. Yeah. You weren't there for when we wrote about our star goal scorer going for hot dogs, ridiculing him. You weren't mm-hmm. there for that. You can't cheer for us now. <laughs> you can't take me at my hot dog stand. You can't have me at my Stanley Cup. I think a white girl exactly. said that somewhere at Target. Probably, actually, that's probably yeah. that is actually yeah. a true statement. Uh, and uh, honest quote. to God, honest, honest to God, the Toronto Maple Leafs have they. I would say it's fair to say that they they have the the largest segment of the fan base in Canada. They're also the most hated, and they're not hated so much because of who they are. They're hated because of the over the top coverage. From the Toronto media, I thought you were going to say Battle Royal. <laughs> Overtop Battle Royal. Oh yeah, 
But no, it's just the coverage of them is absolutely insane. I mean, you know, this year, as I, and I told you guys in the past, I said, look, I said, yeah, coverage comes out of Toronto. Yeah, they tend to be a little more favorable towards the Leafs and all that. Because, of course, they're based in Toronto, blah, blah, blah. But for the most part, it was usually pretty even coverage. But this year, in that series against Montreal, as I told you guys last week, I mean, you'd never know that, that there was a team called the Montreal Canadiens. You would think that that Toronto with the Leafs it, and the and the score at the end of the second period, the Leafs two generic team one. It's, it's <laughs> as if Montreal separated from hockey. You would think, oh. uh, but no. But that's the way that it was treated. The you know the the Leafs have the biggest fan base in Canada, and yet the Leafs, because of Toronto's media coverage, they're the most hated team in Canada right now. They really are. You know, if Montreal goes on and wins the Stanley Cup, yeah, you know, I said, Habs fans are, yeah, like myself, we will be overjoyed and in a state of disbelief, which I still am right now that they swept the Jets. Holy crap. Um, and the rest of the country will be like, oh, well, good for them. <laughs> you know, it won't be yes. But I think genuinely everybody will probably agree, oh, at least it wasn't Toronto. <laughs> you know, at least it wasn't Toronto because, oh, my God, that would just be insufferable. You know, because the, the media coverage would just, you would be so sick, you just wouldn't care. You'd just be like, did they win? Oh, great. And that's all we would hear all summer. Did we tell you that the Leafs win? And in the further Leafs news, oh, uh, da da da. And oh, uh, the Blue Jays lost uh, 10 to 4 today. Uh, in attendance was uh, the Leafs uh, trainer <laughs> taking the Stanley Cup to a Jays game. And he'd be like, oh, fuck off. So, uh -huh. yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. But there was a guy. Sitting on the third baseline, this guy was wearing a Leafs jersey. Yeah, and nobody knows who he was, but he was wearing a Leaf jersey to the Blue Jays game. In yeah. I mean, and that is a bold move, even with the dome uh, closed because there's air conditioning. But it's still a baseball game. It's warm outside, people. He's wearing <laughs> sure. a hockey jersey. It's yeah. crazy, motherfuckers, wild. Oh, all right. Well, there we go. The false narrative of Canada's yeah. team. Yeah, Lyle. We know, we know, we know who gonna win. We know what the series will be. So now, mm -hmm. close the book on this show. Mm -hmm. Uh oh, here we go. Open the book. Where's uh, Marcus Aurelius? I don't know. He left. No, I, I'm still here. I thought I was on camera. I, I just turned my uh, oh, monitor on. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I, my bad. Uh, so, so far, <laughs> we still have two series to go. Mm -hmm. uh, Lyle yeah. has one of the two. He picked Tampa Bay, missed out on Winnipeg. Ooh. The Orb, uh, 0 for 2. Donkey, 0 for 2. Mm. Fortune Cookie, 2 for 2. Ooh. So, Fortune Cookie. Fortune Cookie's getting himself back in this. Getting back in this. <laughs> or herself. I don't know which it's one the Fortune himself. Cookie is. <laughs> yeah, right? So now... Um, anyway... Yeah, Johnny, you're right. Um, <laughs> I just looked at my phone and read your box. I'm like, yep, yeah, no, that's right. You're right. right. God awful. Uh, all right, Lyle. So we got ourselves. We know the matchups. It'll be Montreal. Oh, puberty. <laughs> Montreal uh, against the uh, winner of Colorado Vegas. And uh, who, what are your thoughts on this? <laughs> you go with your oh, heart. You go yeah. with your head. Oh, man. I'll tell you. 
it it yeah that's the problem because my my head says oh montreal can't beat either of those two teams sure but my heart is saying you said that about toronto my you said that about the jets body. and look what happened you gotta believe man you gotta believe the fan of me's like you gotta believe you gotta believe so fuck it i'm going for the upset here i'm going and i'll be and when i do my official writing written predictions for yeah for, no you're gonna pick the higher seat i would too yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i'm gonna pick oh. the heads for the upset this time what oh, the hell I'll, and then so, people will get mad at me for jinxing them. So there you go. One of my uh, so one of my friends that watches hockey texted me and goes, I mean, Montreal is going to have a really hard time with either Colorado or Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. Question mark. And I go, I don't know. Does Montreal still have Carey Price? Question mark. And, and all I got back was a hmm, touche. <laughs> now, now, Lyle, uh, <laughs> while we do bring up the Carey Price uh, uh uh, acronym acronym nope whatever the fuck it is <laughs> variable there it is variable um there's another variable at play and that's that canadian teams haven't played in front of people a lot mm-hmm. and yeah. what a packed house especially in vegas because that shit's loud <clears throat> well not only that it, if montreal has to go to vegas is, that has to be the longest distance between two teams for a conference final in history right no no no. Physical Toronto, distance Toronto, between Vegas no, and Montreal. Yeah, I remember Toronto, that Toronto, Toronto and LA one, were in the same department. Toronto, Los Angeles. Toronto, Los Angeles. 93. Yep. Yep. Toronto, wow. Los Angeles. Yeah, when Toronto was in the Western Conference because yeah. the fucking yeah. NHL doesn't own a map. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's and correct. The whole thing, though, Jesus. I mean, I, I, I get what Didn't you're saying about the fan support thing and all that, but the thing to remember as well is. It's not like these guys haven't played in front of fans before and I a big, loud, noisy crowds before. And I, yeah, that might be a little disconcerting maybe in the first game that, wow, shit, we forgot how loud that was. But they'll settle down pretty quick. You know, I mean, every team, especially in the United States, has had big, loud, noisy crowds. I mean, so... I think that's kind. Of, that whole thing is kind of overblown a bit. It's not that, yeah, you did the fan, the, the the players aren't getting a lift from that, but to say that you know all the Canadians will will be intimidated by that throughout a whole series, no, I, I, I don't think that's. I don't think that's. Be like, what the hell? Yeah, at first, like I said, the first game it'll be yeah, and the first period it'll be like, wow, geez, you know, forgot. It'll be like, wow, it's really loud. Yeah, I forgot what that was like. Okay, so we're down to nothing. How are we going to come back on this game? And that's an off they'll go. Or, or it'll be like it was in Winnipeg. Okay, how do we hang on to this two goal lead? Yeah. So, yeah, they'll they'll get they'll get over that pretty quickly. It's like I said, it's not like they've never played in front of big crowds before. I know it's been a while, but. Sure. It, it, it's like muscle memory. It comes back to you pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. uh, orb. Orb. You, do you want to take... Do you wanna, Will I don't Montreal to... lose to whoever the high seat is? Perfect. Outlook, okay. good. Yeah, right, so they're going... Mm-hmm. They're going Colorado high seat. Or Vegas. <laughs> so am I asking the same question of Donkey? Donkey. Yeah, I think... I guess Tails will be Montreal, and then the high seat will be... All right, I'm starting happy. All right, happy donkey. Because I'm happy. <laughs> happy donkey. So it's still happy. Colorado, Colorado, Winnipeg. Uh, Fortune Cookie says, tell them what you really think. Otherwise, nothing will change. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. 
tell them I, I would lean Montreal on that. We can also next cookie this thing. <laughs> I, I'm. I, we need a more definitive cookie. All right. No, next cookie. Only if we're doing it all for the cookie. <laughs> the world is always ready to receive talent with open arms. Uh, it's Cole Caulfield, I think. I don't know. Maybe that's just. <laughs> I me. like Cole Caulfield. <laughs> big Cole Caulfield guy. What are we thinking? Montreal? We're we thinking Vegas? Vegas has got talent too. Mm, the world's not ready to receive va- the Vegas, though. I, think I everyone, don't like them. They're everyone already... thinks Vegas has a punchable face, like everyone on that team. Yeah. Well, not only that, but everything that the, the world can't accept what happens in Vegas because it stays in Vegas, so it can't be Vegas. Sure, can't but what about Vegas. that? What about the Avalanche? Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's like a no? three-team royal. royal I think I'm, I'm, I want Montreal on that one. All right, Montreal. Who has like a chicken that's crowing? What's going on over there? I hear a chicken uh, in the background. That's my wife's hay fever. Thank you. Oh, okay. Jeez. <laughs> oh, wow. Scotty. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Scotty, you remember microphones pick up everything. Yeah, I should have said it louder. Hey, what's that? No, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> fucking double down on that. My God. Lyle, Lyle has hay fever and motorcycles, which yeah, no, actually we'll fucking... is the name of my next album. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I know you guys don't. There's normally not a lot of background noise here. I know. No, I know. It's, it's kind of bizarre. Kind of weird. Right. So that's your edgy classic rock. Random voices into the show. Yeah, that's, where I, that's where I grow my hair out and end up with a soul patch. Right? <laughs> um, Tampa takes on the winner of Boston and Islanders. Tampa's going to be top seed regardless. Lyle? Lightning. Lightning all the way, baby. Right. Don't matter who they're facing in that run. All right. Or. Will the Lightning advance to the Stanley Cup final for the second year in a row? All right. How about again? It is decidedly so. All right, TB. There we go. There you go. TB right. not just stands for tuberculosis anymore. Starting <laughs> happy. Mm-hmm. And happy again. Happy. Uh, the uh, cookie says. Life to you is a bold and dashing responsibility. Yeah. I will, okay. I'm going to take the next cookie option on mm-hmm. this. Okay. Meet your opponent halfway. You need the exercise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Islanders on that one. <laughs> Honestly, given, given the three teams, it's almost like it's Islanders. <laughs> Although, I mean, Florida. So, I don't know. All right, we're going to do a third cookie auction. Unprecedented on this face-off hockey show. It could be better, but it's good enough. I think it <laughs> that's definitely like the, the Islanders. Yeah, that's the Islanders. That's, yeah. The Islanders haven't won yet, guys. We, we still have to worry about Boston. Oh, I know. Well, well, I'm, no, I'm saying it's it, it, of the two. I mean that I feel like that defines the Islanders okay, much fair more. It, it's it's definitely not the Lightning. It's true, but the Bruins haven't lost yet, Mark. Yeah, it's true. Okay, but I'm, my point is, it's not. So if it's a trait of one of the two, we're either picking the winner of the Islanders Bruins or we're picking the Lightning, and I'm not picking the Lightning. So therefore, by process of elimination, I'm picking either the Islanders or Boston, and I think it defines the Islanders. Yeah. Because you use the transitive property. All right. I like right. it. 
go with that. All right, we've done it. Then we have the next next thing we have is the Stanley Cup final, which could be fucking two Eastern teams playing against each other. It could we've be. got uh, three of them. So good. Man, I can't wait until the uh, the NHL Frozen Four comes out. God, how much you want to bet they're just like, you know what, this this worked really well. Well, we just should just shuffle the teams in general. Let's go one through sixteen. Is that playoffs. your is that your Bill Burr voice? No, I think it's just my my uh, my stuffy executive voice. <laughs> I thought it was. Like, should, uh, I thought it was should... a creepy Mike Babcock voice. Uh, we should. Uh, uh, no, no, no. no. Uh, <laughs> Raymond. Everybody loves me. Abra. <laughs> hey, yeah, Charles, doing great. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Ah, uh, this this playoff and the playoff beforehand is is definitely going to give us the one through sixteen playoffs that we all wanted uh, for many years now. Let's make it happen, uh, especially so, with the Supersonics in. It'll be Montreal, oh, yeah. Tampa Bay, Montreal winning in an upset. You watch. <laughs> And be like, hey, fuck you, Sergeyev. And then there we go. There you go. Again, I'm just saying all this because I'm still in a state of disbelief that they made it this far. Lyle's just like, nothing can fucking stop now. And I'm just like, Lyle, I've already seen okay. this movie. <laughs> I have too. I usually know how this ends. So not yeah, well. yeah, I did too in 2018, and it didn't end the way I thought it was going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah really I know. Disturbed. I know, right? The yeah. fucking nerd got the girl. It was really fucking weird. <laughs> really bizarre how that all worked but here we are here we are as people so obviously that means we have to go for um the good old uh situation here with the haha fuck you as we all know and love and enjoy it mm-hmm. it is the thing that is not the bane of our existence mm-hmm. yeah it is the thing that uh moves us pushes us mm-hmm. drives us lexus by the way, why is every Lexus commercial like a fucking bad spoken word thing? I don't know. Like, I, I have to be a spoken word artiste to fucking drive a Lexus? Fuck that, those guys. <laughs> anyway. Let's go to uh, let's go to Steve in Arizona. Steve, what do you got for us? All right. Oh. No, anyway. <laughs> Seriously, I, I, folks. <laughs> I think I have some music for Steve. All right. Some Going to February twentieth, nineteen ninety three. Okay. We are going to the Halifax Metro Center. Okay. In Halifax, Nova Scotia. (laughs) We are taking the taking in a game with the home team Tampa Bay Lightning and the away team Quebec Nordiques. Wow. Wow. A neutral site game to end all neutral site games. 1993. 93, February 20th. Want to say it's before the deadline. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. 93. So you best better know your fucking NHL 94. It's kind of a parallel between both because <laughs> these are the rosters that were used for fucking NHL 94. Oh, it doesn't boy. help. We have eight <coughs> skaters aside and three goalies on the board. Board. Let's fucking go with this one. And we'll start with Lara. Uh, sure, Joe Sackick. Joe Sackick's on that board. Of course he is. He's on that board. That's right. 
Golan assist in that one. We'll go to Mark with a C. Lightning and Nordiques. Yes, sir. Pre-deadline, too. Pre-deadline. Peter Forsberg. Too early. A little early. A little too early. You're early. You're in that vicinity. You're hitting there. You you, you fouled that one off. It's okay. (coughs) Johnny. Um, Darren Poopa. Mm. Good guess. Sorry, not on the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, great guess. Great I guess. Say, I was Love thinking great guess. for the Lightning Colton. Damn it. Uh, back to Lyle. Um, okay. Okay. Um, three. Oh, uh, Matt Sundin. Matt Sundin is on that board. Yes, sir. I might not get a single person to me. <laughs> Uh, to to Mark, I I feel like I should know who was on at least one person that was on this Lightning team, but for the life of me, Tim Taylor, ah ah no, damn <laughs> sorry, was well, a Tampa Bay Lightning though, so you get half points for knowing a Lightning player, just not on this team, just uh, not on this team, Johnny, I don't I don't, I think this might be too early for this guy but um i'm gonna go with stefan beauregard stefan beauregard what a fucking pool not there but fucking half Damn. point for pool big pool got traded for himself remember that kids here we go yeah. wow, <laughs> what do you got for us uh, 93 so think of your nhl 94 none of the nobody played with these teams and no that's how bad this was. Okay. Like nobody, nobody knows these teams. Okay. So I okay. So I said I said Joe Sackick. I said, oh um Owen Nolan. Owen Nolan's on the board. Yes. Yeah, yes. I was leaning wow. Owen Nolan, but I figured he was on the Sharks at this point. No, nah. That Nordiques team was a oh my god. That was so. That was such a powerful Rated? team. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, Mark. Yeah, who who I I can't even begin to think who the goalies for either of these teams were. It's like not coming to mind at all. Uh, I'm gonna guess that there's an Oleg Tevardoski somewhere. Ooh, not there. But I like the Oleg Tevardoski. Damn. John, to you. Oh God. Um. Uh, Brad McCrimmon. No, but I'd like a good Brad McCrimmon drop. Mm. Lyle, does that help you? Brad McCrimmon. Um, let's try Curtis Lashishin. Le- Curtis Lashishin on the board. Who did he play go. for, though? Uh, yes. Who did he play for, Lyle? Nordiques. Okay, he's on the board. All right, all right. So I was like, okay, just making sure. I'm just showing that no, I I remember him playing for the Lightning, but maybe later on in his career. Yeah, this ain't the one where you call the eight ball, where you sink the eight ball, but you didn't call it, right? Sure, yeah. No, I I, all all I wanted to know was which team he was on. (laughs) I actually didn't care if you answered that correctly. Mark. Mm. Um, man, remember my NHL '94 for the Nordiques? I can't come up with anything for the Lightning. 
this is I I know he wasn't here back then, but fuck it. Uh Dave Anderchuk. Ooh. Uh, he was at the least that year. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I like yeah. a good Dave Anderchuk drop. Johnny? Mm. Um uh, Nikolai Hobby Bullen. Sorry, not there. Ooh, a little early for him. I think he was close to playing with the Jets, I think, soon. Right before, he played with them right before they moved. Lyle? Uh, I'm going to try Chris Simon. Sorry, no Chris Simon. <sighs> so this is the problem I'm having. Is I keep forget, I keep confusing the Jets and the and Northeast. Northeast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. Um, Mark? <sighs> Man, uh, Yannick Perot. Sorry, not there. <laughs> Johnny. Um, Vinny Prospel. Ooh, not there. Mm. Hitting around the ballpark. Lyle. Um, okay. Um, there's one Lightning player I th- that I, I think he. Okay. <laughs> Uh, fuck it. Um, for the lightning, <laughs> being specific, that's for you, Johnny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Brian Bradley. Brian Bradley's on that board. Oh, yes. nice. There, there, I thought that's of a good. lightning player. <laughs> I wasn't sure if he was with them that year or not. But anyway. All right, Mark, time for a sexy pick. Give me a sexy pick. Mark. Go on, Mark. <sighs> An over-the-top sexy, sexy pick. Give me a sexy pick. Um... Sebastian Caron. Ooh, that's a sexy pick, but that's not there. That is yeah. a sexy pick. Sexy it's pick probably well before his time, and he didn't play for either of these teams. <laughs> no, but I, a Sebastian Caron drop is always welcome here on Face Up I can Show. One of the worst Penguins goalies in history. Um, Johnny, give me a sexy pick. Um, man, on Rayom. Okay, that's that's. <laughs> Close. Easy, Ronick. Yeah, that was actually the <laughs> that was actually the person I was thinking of before the sexy this pick drop. By Max. the way, <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. I was thinking of that already. Lyle, give me a sexy pick. Um, okay, back to the Nordiques. Yeah. I think he was their goaltender, Ron Hextall. That's one of the goaltenders on the board. Wow, one of the goaltenders yes. on the board. But yeah. you know what? There's a sexier pick. Fuck, this is this is an easy, man. Pick. Jesus. A sexier pick? Give me a sexier pick. I feel like All right. I'll pick. give you a sexier pick. Give Mike Ricci. There it is on the board. Oh, yes. yes. I see one. where you were going with that. Thank you for the lead. <laughs> yeah, I was, trying to, I was trying to make sure he got mentioned. <laughs> Good job. Uh, All right. Johnny, you're up. Uh, uh, Mark Recky. No, no Mark Rick. Yeah, he's, he's still with the Flyers then. Yeah. yeah. Flyers have, they ever played, have they ever played on the same team before? I don't, I don't think, think so. They ever did. Recky and Ricci, I don't think they ever did. Oh. That would have been cool if they did. Yeah, because they can't be seen in the same place, actually. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Lyle, you're up. <clears throat> um, it's probably too early for this guy. Um, oh, shit. Um... Oh, Christ, you just went out of my head, too. Um, I'd have been on either of these teams. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I... Yeah, oh, uh, Sandus Ogilinch? 
Sandus Ozo Lynch. No, he's not on this list. Uh, you're thinking shit. 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 Mark. Ah. This is a tough one. It it's is. Tough. It's really tough. <laughs> All right. Well, I can um, see where we're going to do like six weeks of uh, the 1993 Tampa Bay Lightning over the offseason. Yep. Fucking, we're getting we're getting it shined up in a big way, boys. Yeah, yeah. you uh, bastards will remember more than Brian Bradley when we're done with you. <laughs> I'm not sure why he's coming to my brain, but Stefan Fise <laughs> on the board, Mark. With the oh, board. seriously, seriously, he played for the Lightning. No, he played no, he for the, uh, the Nordiques. Nordiques. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. I, I don't. I have literally no idea why he came into my brain. Fantastic! That's what happens sometimes. You want an extra point for Mark for out of the blue? Love it. <laughs> yep. oh, 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 wait, hold on. <laughs> John Blue. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Played for the Lightning though. Johnny, <laughs> uh, was that your pick? <laughs> yeah. All right. Last. We'll do last call here with Law Richardson. Um. It's another one that's probably too early. Um, Adam Foote? On the board, Adam Foote. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Last call with Mark with a C. So as I was trying to think of someone else, that's when Stefan Fise came to mind. I was trying to think of the winger that played for the Avalanche for okay. like 12,000 years. And I can't. I kept wanting to say Simon Gagne, and obviously that's not right. No. Um, I, know what it is. I know who it is, though. Say it then, please. It's uh, Alex Tangay. Is that who you're thinking of? No. Uh, no. All right. It's it's another one. But go ahead, Lyle. You say it. If you know who I'm talking I'm about, just say his face. name and I'll give you half. Um, uh, shit. I can Google. I mean, I don't want to pull out my phone no, and no, look anything on, up. But um, oh, oh, yeah, no, no, not Milan Heyduk. No, who else are you thinking about that played for the Avalanche for like forty years? Uh, oh crap! I know who you're talking about too. I can't think of his name now. Shit! You put me on the spot. Chris Drury. I'm gonna look him up. Not Chris play. Drury. Um, play. He took faceoffs. I can't think of his name. It's not. I keep thinking Martin Lapointe. I know it's not Martin Lapointe because he played for the for the Red Wings. Well, I love you. Oh, I now who know who. No, he's he, no, he was at the Devils then. That's right. Yeah, Devils. Uh, are you thinking Martin Rzinski, Mark? No. Okay. No, because he's actually on the list. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave you a layup. You said yeah. You just said yes. <laughs> no, but that's not what I was thinking of. Damn it. <laughs> I'm not a cheater. <laughs> All right, maybe I don't know. I'll uh, I'll I'll figure this out. Was it Peter just, Forsberg? Just didn't pass, skip out pass of the check. All right, Johnny. I have no idea anymore. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> here's the here's the rundown for the Quebec okay. Nordiques. <laughs> so hopefully it triggers Mark. Uh, Steve Deshane, Stephen Finn, Foot, Alexei Gusarov, Mike Huff, Kerry Huffman. Valerie Kaminsky, Andre Kovalenko, Claude Lapointe, Curtis Lecision, Olin Nolan. Claude Lapointe. That's oh. who I was thinking of when I said Martin Lapointe. Claude Lapointe. Ah, the other Lapointe. Fuck. Uh, Scott Pearson, Mike Ricci, Martin Rusinski, Sakic, Sundin, Tony Twist, Scott Young, and Fassay and Hextall and Nett. For the Lightning, Michael Anderson, Bob Beers, mm. Mark Bergevan. 
Tim Berglund. Mark Bradley. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sean Chambers, Danton Cole, Adam Creighton, Roman Hammerlick, <laughs> Mike Hartman, wow. Steve Casper Mattresses, Chris Contos, Steve Maltis, Herb Raglan, Rob Ramich, Peter Taglianetti, John Tucker, Rob Zamner, and Annette, you know him, you love him. He was the Polish landmine, Pat Jablonski. <laughs> oh, jabber. You know what? Jabber. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think it was Milan Hey Duke that I was thinking about. <laughs> I don't know why Simon Gagne makes me think of Milan Hey Duke, but or vice versa. But yeah. Oh God. Kyle, <laughs> thank you for joining us. Oh, always a pleasure, guys. Always a pleasure. And next week, I'm looking forward to next week when Mark will think of somebody and can't remember his name and go, you know, maybe that's who I was thinking of. I can't wait until the night that Mark can't remember somebody's name who he has a picture behind him sitting on the wall. <laughs> yes. There's a goalie. Flipped his hair in the air. Squirted the water bottle. Look at the water. Tra- I can't fucking remember. <laughs> ah, yeah, well, if, if we do, if we do this for another twenty years, I, I fucking I figured it out. Pete Peters. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, I know he played for the Capitals. Uh, Michael Neuvert. I think it was Michael Neuvert. Is that who it is? <laughs> Craig Anderson, he flipped hey, his hair in the water bottle. Craig Anderson, obviously, flipped his hair. Oh. <laughs> uh, bye, Lyle. All right, good night, guys. Take care. See you next week. See you next week. Yeah. Oh, he's off. It's uh, Lyle Rickson, SpectresHockey.net, wow. at SpectresHockey on Twitter. Uh, shout out to Johnny. Whew. Uh, I'll give a shout out to Game Three coming back to the Den on Thursday. Game Four Friday. Uh, let's make it happen. <laughs> um, I'll give a shout out to uh, the Maryland jersey and going full stop. I brought out the Logan Cons Maryland jersey tonight for the show. Yeah. And uh, I will give a shout out to background noises <laughs> uh, in tonight's show. Uh, the motorcycle is great. The hay fever, fantastic. The shushing noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the only thing that didn't happen was Scotty didn't have somebody cutting their grass out front of his window. Right. Uh, so maybe next week. <laughs> Mark? I'm going to give a shout out to my Montreal Boston final pick. Uh, I guess it shouldn't be a shout out because it appears as though it's not going to, unless it, barring some. Uh, ridiculous comeback from the Bruins, who are currently down 4-1 to the Islanders at the oh. end of the second period. He's just good um, fucking fuck Austin. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, that does not appear to ha- be happening. So uh, that's, that's because every the fortune cookie picked the Islanders. That's right. That is right. Yeah. With that, something about, I forget even what the comment was, well, meet, meet halfway because you need the exercise or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um I, that's probably about it for me this week. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Cool. Uh shout out to the Black Bears. Let's get it done on uh Thursday, Friday, and go up there Sunday and fucking beat those fucking lobster pricks. 
Um, I don't know if that's really that's really necessary. I had a lobster roll this weekend. How was that for you? It was good. It's good food. They need to give me more lobster though. They've got like a shit ton of them up there. They shouldn't be this expensive. <laughs> this is fucking highway robbery. Um, shout out to Johnny for being the road warrior that he is, and uh, fucking going ahead and going up to Maine and getting that job done. Shout out to new mixing boards. Rest in peace to this mixing board. And uh, yeah, all the other fun Sounds stuff. Sounds good. Well, I don't have it's, it yet. It's not here yet. No. That's old... what I said too. It's on the way. Like it's... So this is what happens when electronics <laughs> know that you're replacing them. They're like, oh, I'll work fine now. Exactly. It's going to be fucking great, boys. Here we go. <laughs> at, at one point, the I had a PC like it was, I don't know, over 10 years ago at this point. And the power supply just randomly stopped working. And as soon as the replacement power supply came in the mail, I went to like, just for shits and giggles, I tried turning the old one on. And of course it powered on. Yeah. It's like, it, as soon as it knew it was getting replaced, it was like, Oh no, 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 just kidding. I'm fine. <laughs> no, no, don't do this. Oh my God. So there we go. Uh, that's it for Johnny P. Mark on the CM. Scotty Waz, take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Face Off Hockey Show. On the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction, you can get us wherever you get podcasts because that's how you got us in the first place, I'm sure. Uh, Google, Apple, uh, Spreaker, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, all kinds of fun stuff. I'll go there. For our socials, facebook.com slash FOHS radio, twitter.com slash FOHS radio, instagram.com slash FOHS radio, and to switch it up a bit, Patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show. There we go. We've done it. Another week in the books. You guys have a good week. Uh, enjoy yourselves. We'll talk to you next week because that's how things work. Till next time. Peace. <laughs>